P-A-S-C-A-L You are now rocking with that dude Pascal We be going wild Haitian in the building So, so, so original Got the haters, got your feelings Get your hands up to the ceiling And keep them held high Cause St. Louis isn't ready Forget about it, goodbye Hold up, we just saying hi Five somebody, rise up Weekdays, catch us live Somebody, let's go Good morning, everybody It's the Pascal Show Yes Put your hands together, y'all. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Hopefully you guys are having a terrific, terrific Tuesday. It is Tuesday. It's, uh, in, in, in Lucas's words, it is Monday part two. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Monday part two. But we got a great show for you guys today. We got some other people in the house. We got some new, we got some familiar faces back in the house. I'm very excited about that because I haven't seen some of these people in a minute. <laughs> so I'm really happy to see another soul in this room aside from Lydia and hey. everything because she kind of, hey. uh, she kind of boring and stuff. <laughs> hey. You know what I'm saying? I've been, I'm sitting there going, yo, when are you going to, when are you going to up, up your game? You, you know, know what? Keep you your know presence what? known, Lydia. Uh, I'm not to stay here for this. <laughs> I ain't going to stand for this. Me and the baby ain't going to stand we for out. this. We out of here. Yes. <laughs> yes. But anyway, we got some great people in the room. We got a lot of stuff going on and a lot of people coming through today. We do have Jay Dab coming in, a, a, a fantastic artist and entrepreneur, businesswoman. She's coming in. We're going to be sitting down and rapping with her. We also have a really great exclusive interview with Art Holiday. You know, St. Louis's own legendary Channel 5 anchor. Nice. All right. Mm. And a documentarian. Nice. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, he's he's got this documentary that he's 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 been working on for for a long time now about Johnny B about the song Johnny Be Good, about the 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 background and the story of Johnny Johnson and everything like that. So cool. the mu- mu- musician Johnny Johnson which the song Chuck Berry wrote is about so it's really really great and i'm very excited that you guys are going to get the chance to see that and listen to that and all that good stuff so anyway before we get into all the craziness that's been going on including a coronavirus anthem yes i said it which we're going to be talking about here in a little (laughs) bit let's get around the room lucas in the booth what's good what's up guys as you said pascal Monday part two, but I'm over it now. I'm over For it. For you, it's Monday part two. <laughs> I'm over it. It's all right. For you, it's Monday part two. Okay? But I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. That's good. Just getting through the work week as usual. Nice. <laughs> getting, man, you, man, some, we got to find something to make him feel like he wants to get up and do something every day. You know what I'm saying? Summertime. We got a, we got, he got a new haircut, y'all. He yeah. does. Like, he got a new haircut. He look good. You know what I'm saying? You should be happy about that, bro. You should be waking up every single day, jumping out of that bed and being like, damn right. My <laughs> hair is high. My, my hair, my hair is high and tight. I'm looking good. My head's, my head's cold. I'm, I'm, my head I'm, cold. I'm, hey, I'm a, I'm a triple B. I'm a beautiful beige boy. Oh my gosh! You know my what I'm saying? Is cold. Your head is not cold. My head's you're, cold. You're so, you're such a pessimist. Oh, it just drives me nuts. I want to shake some love back into you, some positivity. I'm just playing. You know you're happy to be here. Oh Don't yeah, act I'm, like I'm you're always not. happy to be here. This is I a know. fun show. You guys, we have a lot well, of fun here. We love you. We love you, we Lucas. Do. Love you, Lucas. Yes. Lucky, I love you guys. Yes. Say it again. Yes. <laughs> that costs more. And to spell my last name is B-E. No chance. There's when no you make ch- out the check. You can spell it for me seven times. I will never get it. I do have Cash App. <laughs> I got Venmo. I got PayPal. Shoot, I'll even do cold, hard cash. All of that. Holla at your boy. 
We'll talk later. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we got my boy Jackie Buck the turd. Jackie oh, Buck. What's a guan? How's it going? Yeah, hey, you. you. know what I'm saying? Good to see you. Big ups. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just saw Wait, the video with hoops? Chet. Was there an H in there? Big hoops. <laughs> 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 I just saw the Chet Baker. Chet Baker. The Chet Hanks video again. Oh, just yeah. like last night. So I have it in my it big ups to me. me, me. <laughs> And you know we got to the bottom of that. The big ups. His yeah. Baby, his baby mama. His baby mama's Jamaican. Was, oh. So it makes sense now. It makes it okay. For now. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if it, yeah, I guess. So it's totally fine now. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you know, since he's, oh, I'm not going to go there. He got Jamaican kids, anyway, so. He got some uh, half Jamaican, so right. apparently <laughs> that's okay. Interesting. Apparently. Interesting. Allegedly. But how you doing, man? How the kids? How's the wife? Everyone's you know? doing good. They were wanting to call in to say hi, so we, we might get a phone call. Ooh, I would love that. Aww. I'm sure. You know that would make yeah. me really happy. I me love hearing your, your kids. Yeah. My, yes. my, my youngest uh, thinks that every black man is you. Uh, <laughs> like, is that Pascal? I'm like, no. Uh, <laughs> is, is that Pascal? No, like, no, no, no. It's it's not. I mean, even uh, even black guys with short, dreads and short, stuff? fat. It, like like every black every guy, every black man. Wow, <laughs> wow, that's yeah. so freaking cute. And it's not like that she, is kind of cute. She has though. met other black people, but like, but he's probably the closest uh, to but, you. But because I talk about you every day, and right? They like turn on the show, right? And like see you, right? But for whatever reason. Everybody that association is just always thinking about you. Oh, yeah. and she's only three. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah, so that is, cute. <laughs> that means yeah. a lot. That's man. so yeah. innocent. That the innocence. That's sweet as hell. It is. I think it's sweet. <laughs> I'm but about I, to get I'm a also cavity. Like, you, you need to start paying attention to what people look like. <laughs> right. And, uh, because this might not come off a little bit racist. Right. Uh, <laughs> eventually. When you get older, you'll understand. It's, it's yeah. not going to be cute anymore when you're 25. Yes, no. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's yeah, If that's I started asking about, is that, is that Pascal? April's like, no, no, Jack, what? No, no, what's, what's, what's going on? Yeah. That is so funny. Uh, that's when your wife turns to you and goes, that, that's, that's racist. That's racist. Right. That's, yeah. that's racist. <laughs> Baby, that's racist. <laughs> anyway, I would love to hear from your kids. Yeah. I would love to hear from them. We'll see that that make me very, very happy. Yes. Yeah. They didn't All know what them. they would talk about on the radio, though. Like, what, what, Hi, what, what, what do we say? Right. They're just call in and say hello. You would just hear them whispering in the background, like, what's next, mommy? <laughs> <laughs> what do we say why, now, mommy? Why are you making That's them right. sound like demonic little minions? <laughs> like, come on now. These are good children. I was a child whisper. They have uh, good it, hearts. It would be songs. like all of them yelling at the same time. Oh, yes. of course. Um, and then we wouldn't understand anything they're saying. Nice. So. I hope oh, they oh, see? That, but that's fine. Yeah. yeah, I'm always cool with the... <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, are you across the street? You know? No. Is that Pascal across the street? How are you on the radio and across the street? <laughs> yeah. Taking out the trash. <laughs> it's like, nope, that's nope. that's not me. Not you know what I'm saying? That's not Pascal. He's got dreads, doesn't he? Let's what are dreads? See. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Whole nother conversation. <laughs> Whole nother conversation. Right. We got Lydia Caesar in the house. Lydia Caesar, what's good? Hail Caesar. Up, guys, how are you? Uh, today is not as nice as yesterday. I woke up this I morning mean, and went outside, and I was like, okay, and it's dropping, and there's a winter weather advisory coming. You know, it was only 70 degrees yesterday, but who's complaining? I'm we, just saying. We went from 70 it's okay to snow. To, hey, 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 <laughs> hey. <laughs> let's just say this. It's still winter time. It is. Okay. It is, but I was so let's to, embrace the winter time. I'm starting to feel real springish the past You're Sunday. Real springish. And, Sunday and Monday was so nice. Yeah, you start acting real springish, and that's how you get sick. Oh, no, no. 
I still had my scarf on. I don't. Play <laughs> That's how games. you get sick. I don't play them games. Yeah. My neck That's was like how this. you get sick. My neck was like this. The flu, coronavirus. Listen, let me say something. Yeah. <laughs> Sickness. <laughs> you stupid. Blam. <laughs> you don't want any of that. I could be butt naked and I'll have a scarf on. I don't play with the neck because this is what I need to sing. <laughs> but, right. I could have no clothes on. Scoff. Wow, that's 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 really graphic. I'm just saying. We we really don't need to nothing know how it gets done. Nothing else matters. Your feet and your mom be like, cover up your feet. No, so, no, no. Cover up that neck. Cover up that neck. Cover up that. So, I, I wear a scarf in the house. <laughs> you're, you're gonna explain to your your kid, your your, in the house. your your new baby girl coming into the world. <laughs> so how you were conceived, right. mommy <laughs> was wearing a scarf only. Only. <laughs> I didn't like, get oh, sick, wow. but I got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look. she got the other flu. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, I'm really, really. Oh, oh. By the way, really quick, how did? If you mind me asking, how did your appointment go oh, to, it yesterday? Was wonderful. Because you left early. I you did. You left me. I had to go to the doctor. So you, when you're pregnant, you go to the doctor a lot. Every month, a lot, every son. month you win that month. So it was great. I had a great visit. Got to hear baby's heartbeat, and I even went to the gym after the doctor, which was awesome. Word. Getting to work out and walk, and like I, I just really pretty much walk on an incline now, so that I don't do too much. Because you know, I'll be in the gym trying to go hard and snap back before the baby comes. Right. No kidding. Wayne be like, relax. No kidding. Have a seat. It's like, it's going to be all right. <laughs> You'll be able to bounce back real soon. Try to snap back already. The baby's have, not even here yet. Just have the baby first. <laughs> Let's make this baby healthy first. Okay. Yeah. Man. No, but I get it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You want to keep it, you still keep it going. You got You to. know what I mean? You still you got to keep it high total, and tight. Total shock afterwards. Like, the gym? What's, what's what that? What is that? What's a treadmill? What's a, exactly? What's walking? <gasps> What? Celery. Arm weights. What are you talking about? I know, exactly. Salad. <laughs> Where did you what get is it? that? Right. <laughs> Where do you get that stuff? Right. That newfangled thing. I haven't seen that in nine months. Yeah, we don't wanna we don't nah. wanna do that. Nah, it's not we ain't about that life. No, no, no. No. No, 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 no. 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 But anyway, that's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad everything went okay. And also, it's Taco Tuesday. Ooh. It is taco. She always gotta do that I every got Tuesday. To, got yeah. to remind taco you Tuesday. to get you your tacos today. They extra cheap today. If wherever they make tacos, today's the day. Really? Yeah, tacos are usually like let's say they're whatever. How much? So we go, like, we go across the river and through the woods to Grandmama's Taco Bell. It's gonna be no, 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 not Taco Bell. Taco Bell don't count for Taco Tuesday. Okay. Taco Bell don't count. Why you gotta clap at me? Because though? I want to. I'm clapping at the audience. <laughs> Damn. Oil, so just, they know. Just chill, chill. I didn't say Damn nothing. Taco Bell don't count. <laughs> I ain't say nothing, man. <laughs> I was just asking a question. Sorry, bro. but that was I felt Damn. that in my soul. Don't. Man, yeah, I felt that in my heart. Because Taco Bell ain't it. Start clapping at me. <laughs> I don't want y'all to get it twisted when I say Taco Tuesday and think I'm talking about Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. <laughs> don't count. Don't count. They don't even got cilantro. <laughs> <laughs> you could go buy your own they cilantro, <laughs> though. <laughs> That's how you know they you fake. You get your own cilantro, they though. No, they ain't even got no cilantro at no, Taco no, Bell. No, they don't. No, they don't. That's trifling. No, this, that, that ain't real. That ain't real Mexican. That food. ain't real. No, that's American tacos. That's American that's Ameri- tacos. American tacos for real. If it's if it's filled with cancer, it's, it's American tacos. <laughs> I'm sorry. We shouldn't be laughing, but that's hilarious. Sorry, not sorry. You're right. You know, you're absolutely right. And you can use it for every single meal, for every special occasion, right. all day, all day, all day. Oh, tur- what was it? Turkey uh, bisque, like a oh, taco bisque. Taco bisque. Yeah. 
They have that at Taco Bell? That was the new thing they put out for Thanksgiving. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how long that lasted for. Is it still out? No, it was just like they put limited they, time they, only they, they, because they, they, no, they just dropped like a, a ingredient list and said buy these many tacos and put it in a blender and like and then you're good to go. Mm. <laughs> Sounds just <laughs> disgusting. Taco. I'm not about that life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm Demi Lovato on this. Sorry, <laughs> not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry. I'm telling you because that's cruel and unusual. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. A, that, <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling this Tuesday? I'm so glad you asked me, love. You know, Thank you so much. Concerned oh. about you. Concerned about well, you. Well, I've been doing, you know, I was good. I've been good. I was good. <laughs> yeah, I was. Were, anyway, ah, <laughs> I've been good. No, no, no. That's another conversation. Oh, uh, Lord. Uh, I was, no, and I have no, that no. What is going and on? And no, no. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was nah, like, huh. nah, this come early, on, huh? And I, was good. Good. and I was good. No, 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 no. Anyway, yesterday was good. It was good. Nice. Uh, got to sit down with Art Holiday. We got to do the sit down and everything. The nice little interview. Shout nice. out to my boy Lucas for coming through. You know what I'm saying? He nice. did. The, he did the damn thing. You know, I was real proud. Shout out to the behind, behind the scenes people. Yes. Got to. Shout out. Make, making the magic yeah. happen. And then Sess White, of course. Shout out to Sess because he's the one who shot it all and everything. And, of course, he did his – he did the damn thing too. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't suck at what he does. Nice. You know, so it was nice to have uh, the team together just knocking that out. We had a really great conversation, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. A nice long conversation too. Juicy. Yeah, it was nice. really juicy. juicy. Yeah, it was really juicy. It was juicy, y'all. Wow, we like that. We got some stories to tell about being an anchor on the news, which is very, very interesting. I'm sure. Yeah, I talked to him about a whole gang of stuff. But anyway, so I got to do that. Went to the gym, went home. Funny thing is, is I forgot to eat all day. Wow. I forgot to eat. It's not good, Pascal. No, it was weird. It's and then so when I got home, I got some Chick-fil-A and I smashed. Mm, what did you have from the Chick-fil-A house? Oh, the, the spicy the spicy chicken deluxe. The, the greatest. Come on now. Nice. The greatest chicken you sandwich know I need they some got. Heat? You dip it? Love it. No. Get that Chick-fil-A? No. I take the Chick-fil-A sauce and I kind of crack it open a little bit. So I can squeeze it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then you and I squeeze it, it all. It, yeah. Come on, man. Because I like heat on heat on Me heat. Too. Like if it ain't, if I'm not sweating, I ain't eating. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm Haitian. I need that heat. I wish they would make you know? spicy chicken nuggets. They, need they to do, do that. need to do that. They need to so do that. By the by, by the by. All Did you, you gotta know? do is you get that dip. I was going to say red pepper dip. Red pepper dip. But then also, did you know that they do cheese fries? Oh well, 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 Bruh. well. I always get, I always get the um. They the, do cheese fries. I, I always get the cheese dip, and I just dip the fries. So I mean, I guess because I like my fries to be crispy. Still, I don't like when the cheese is like on the fries already. No, 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 no. They they, they give it to you in a. They give you the stuff on the side. Oh, I get all the time. The what is it called? The cheese dip. Wait, what is, is the cheese though? It's called like? queso. Queso, queso dip. Is what you got that queso it. dip? I didn't know about this until just recently. Oh, I've been. And on I was this. like, my life has changed. It's amazing. Good. Man, yeah, is that like it's, that White Castle cheese dip? I've never had the White Castle it's like a, cheese dip. It's like dip. a fake orange. No, thing. no, it's oh, white. It's no. white. No. It's white. No, and it's real. It's it, real it, loose. It's what is it called? What is it called? Queso again? dip. It was a queso dip. It's Duh. nice and white. Like some real stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. nice oh, it's and 9 white. Oh, it's 9:20 a.m. It's 9:20 a.m. It's It is 9:20 a.m. And we're on 9:20 a.m. Yes, we are. But but what I was gonna say is no, it's okay. I'm just so excited. No, 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 no. Y'all need to try it if you if you don't know about it. 
If y'all don't know about it, you were a minute off, by the way. Oh, sorry. I was trying to tell you, but you got so excited. I'm I was like, so you know what? I'm not going to I'm not gonna kill light. her vibe. This light was a Yeah, sure. It's a, it, it was the wind. <laughs> and it was the, the winter advisory that's coming around the corner <laughs> and all this stuff. That was Excuses. the closest we've ever gotten, Pascal. Sk- yes. Yes. Because you yes. did 9.40. We're like, is it not? Oh, no. Yep, nope. Nope. No. Unfortunately. The show's already over when he's trying to do 920. Exactly. Yeah, I know. It's like, yeah. ah, nope, nope. But, you know, unfortunately, that's unfortunate that you missed it. But also what's unfortunate is we got to go into a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. See you guys in a minute. We got some news and our Let's Talk after this break. We'll be right back. Bye. This is Real Talk from Real St. Louis streaming live on realtalkwgnu.com. Yes. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome, welcome back. Woo! Hope you guys are having a fantastic Tuesday. Let's get to it. Let's get into it, y'all. It's time to get into it, y'all. Now, it is time for Let's Talk. Now, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, he needs some milk. Mm, cookies. Okay, everybody, you know how the world is being basically taken over by this crazy virus called the coronavirus, all right? There's been... 17 uh, to this point right now about 17,000 cases in China alone mm. all right obviously this epidemic is getting huge everyone's getting sick pandemic, people are they're calling it pandemic yep oh boy this pandemic is getting even worse every single day more and more people are getting sick more and more people are dying it's getting terrible but recently some of the stars huge stars of stars of China got together, band together, and made a song called Believe Love Will Triumph. It is a coronavirus anthem. All right? We got a little bit of it. Take a listen. Okay, we get it. And then, of course, they're all getting together like, we are the world. You know what I'm saying? And they sing this song so about, this is- like, we will triumph over this over this thing. So I have a question. Yes. When you mentioned Because I have a question for the Let's Talk. Yes. So my no, question, a different question. So, yeah, real quick. So my question to everybody out there, all right, is, should there even be an anthem to begin with? Where are they having time to do this rather than spending time focusing on actually beating the virus? This song, I, I don't know what this song is really for. I've been doing my research and everything, but I don't, I don't, I don't see anything about it being th- them raising money for something. You know what I'm saying? They just made this song. So my question to you is, should there even be a coronavirus anthem to begin with? All right. Now, I know you just had a question, but comment down below. Let us know what you think on our Facebook Facebook feed, facebook.com forward slash The Pascal Show, or our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash The Pascal Show. Or you can give us a call and let us know what you think. Drop a dime at 314-880-0808. Let us know what you think. Lydia, what were you going to ask? My question was on clarity about the song, because when you explained it, at first I thought it was a joke, like a spoof. Mm. Not a real song. I, it is a I, real song. Jackie Chan's on it. There's a whole bunch of movie stars and a bunch of stars, Chinese stars, mm. that are in this movie. All right. In, in the video of it. 
in the music video for the yes, song. Yes, in the music video. And they're all singing it. Okay. They're see? all singing it. Like the We Are the World type thing. Wow. Yeah. I thought it was a joke. And since no. I can't understand the lyrics, I was like, maybe. I thought it was like a kind of like a spoof, you know? Yeah, the lyrics aren't happy. The, I don't know it's, what the lyrics are. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, it's, it's translated like, here? Yeah. Okay. I, there's like um, a karaoke it's, version almost. It's uh, serious. But yeah, I mean, everything. This is basically China going, I'm going to make. We're going to put out this thing just to appease all the people to let them know that we're here for them and maybe as a distraction maybe <laughs> right I wow mean. that's interesting okay i was confused i thought yeah. it was a like a when he said a coronavirus song i was like somebody's silly yeah i thought someone was making, making like, a joke yeah you know that's what i thought, I thought and pascal they, was gonna drop his or something coronavirus i didn't know what this anthem. song was Right, so when I heard it, I'm like, okay, I still don't have clarity because I'm not sure what these lyrics are. Right. It, it sounded like it could be serious or it could be a joke, depending right. on what the visual was, you know? Yeah. Okay, so it's a real song. Real song. Interesting. Yeah, I was expecting, like, when I say corona. You, you say, say virus. I'm telling you. That's <laughs> why I was like, wait. Okay, so I need clarity on this. Yeah. Interesting. They made a We Are the World yeah. for the coronavirus. It, yeah, it's like the, what the words in this are like. We, we cannot embrace you, but we're right here by you. Oh, no. Um, there's going to be many dark nights ahead. No. Like, stay, no. stay calm. Oh, Lord. Like, and so it's just basically saying, everyone, stay mm. indoors and don't leave. Right. We're the, you know, the Chinese government's here for you. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're going to hold on to that idea. We're going to go into a quick commercial break. Give us a call at 314-880-0808 or comment down below. Through uh, uh, on our Facebook feed, facebook.com forward slash The Pascal Show or the our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash The Pascal Show. We'll be right back. Bye. Hey, we're keeping it real all day on 920 AM and 106.9 FM. This is Real Talk WGNU. Yes. Welcome. Welcome back, y'all. Sorry about that quick commercial break that we had to go to. We had to deal with some technical difficulties, but we're back at it again. We are back at it again. Of course, we're going to throw that bumper one more time. It is time for Let's Talk one more time. Now you've got to be kidding me. He needs some milk. Yes. So the question I have for you guys right now is obviously right now coronavirus is taking over the globe. Obviously, it's taking over China right now. And it's starting to creep around the world slowly but surely. It's rapidly just going through China right now, which is absolutely scary and crazy. But there's this new coronavirus anthem, this new coronavirus song called... I just lost it. Believe Love Will Triumph. It has a whole bunch of Chinese actors and superstars all on one song. Kind of like a We Are the World type of thing. So my question to you guys is this. Should there even be a coronavirus anthem? Comment down below. Let us know what you think. Or give us a call at 314-880-0808. I would love to hear what you guys think on this because this is very confusing and very interesting to me. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I'm going to throw it over to Lucas. Let me hear what you think. Lucas in the booth, what's good? So to answer the question, should there be no? Like, I, I feel like it shouldn't be like a requirement. Like something big happens, there has to be a song. Right. Like, no. But I do think it is cool to have a little song to kind of like to bring awareness to. I don't want to say have a little fun with it, but kind of just have a little j- jingle. 
I'm not, I'm not saying have fun with it. Yeah, that's all I was like. No, not have fun with it, but kind of have a little different perspective of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Jackie? You know, I don't know. Reading a little bit more about it, uh, it looks like China's trying to lighten the mood a little bit. And they're trying to say, hey, we got this. You don't have to worry. It may be some dark days, but we're here for you. Some people might be dying. Thousands of people might be dying, but it's okay. Uh, It's going to be okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Right? Yeah. No? I I don't know. It's, um, I don't know, the Global Times, the the state-run tabloid that's over there, uh, I guess they found space for a lighter look at the increasingly complicated lives of Chinese citizens in affected coronavirus areas. So, I don't know. It's a... I don't know. They even talked about, like, when they, with putting that out and releasing that, they also talked about, uh, like, talking about can't help with farting. What? Uh, well, better try harder because infrared temperature sensors recently installed in airports and train stations to monitor temperatures of passengers amid the coronavirus outbreak and screen them all. <laughs> and so, like, they're dropping jokes. Wow. Like, uh, I don't know. They're trying <laughs> to, They're trying to make it seem like it's not a big deal because china wants to not be looked down upon that's so i don't know about all that well no china wants that they want they have state controlled media they have state controlled everything if you go against the state you can be jailed so like if you talk bad about the way that china's handling the coronavirus outbreak like they will come and put you in jail if you're a chinese citizen right and especially if you're in the media probably because then you're spreading this it's propaganda against the state and that's, uh, I don't know, it's scary. It's scary to see if the government gets involved to try to distract people. And that's what I feel like this is. Right. It's going to be... Yeah. Yeah. I know, I read I... there's over 20,000 cases now. Uh, they just got that new 1,000-bed uh, hospital they built in 10 days. Yes, they did, they they did build a fear. hospital in 10 days, which was yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. But, they, you know, when you got... A virus killing people left yeah. and right. You you're gonna build something real quick. They did yeah. that for SARS too. Yep. Yeah. They just are building another 1,500 bed one. But I just read there was over 370 people that have died so far. 425. In China. Now 425. This it's morning just, I heard like, that on NPR today, just on, on the way here. Man. 425 is the is the new death count. Uh, it's a lot of people. That's <clears> moving. <throat> it's moving fast too, yeah. for real. Because I mean, we first talked about this what like two weeks ago, and it was one. Right. I mean, when SARS came out, that was a big problem that like the world had with China is that China didn't say how bad it was before it started going. Uh-huh. And so now that there was these cases, everyone was like saying, hey, are they still limiting their numbers? Right, right. Because right, right. what if they're telling us 425? What, what if it's 4,025? I know, man. I mean, yeah. That's, uh, I don't know, it's scary. <sighs> Hella scary. Yeah. Hella scary. Yeah. But that's what, I mean, mm, what do you think? Um, I think it's, Yes or no? I think it's stupid. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, unless there's, unless like the money being raised from this show, this song is like, you know, going towards the victims, or maybe if they do like a concert, not a, you know, like a concert that all the proceeds will go to the virus. I understand stuff like that, but like, I mean, when I look at the song lyrics, they're really sad. The song is really sad. It's not like, even though they're supposed to be uplifting, it sounds depressing to me. It doesn't make me like feel mm-hmm. empowered. It makes me feel like this is sad. Right. Um, and I don't think it's like necessary. I think music is healing, and that's what music is for. We have music. 
good music that will p- lift people up already. But I don't think you need a specific coronavirus right. song. No, so yeah, okay. So I agree with that because there's. I think that. I think that there's a time and place for everything, mm-hmm. right? This is a brand new virus that's just sweeping the globe the globe right now. We're actually sweeping China right now, slowly creeping around the globe. Is this a, the right time to start singing a song about something that we haven't even had, the people haven't even had a grasp of? The, a way of harnessing and stopping or at least slowing down this virus from spreading even more. We're singing about the Ebola virus, and it's like, oh, we're going to be okay. Right. Like, no. That, that When is the right time to put out an anthem song about a virus that's killing your, your friends? You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there's, yeah. a, there's a right time for everything, and I don't think this is the right time. That's my personal opinion on that. Right. There's got to be a way. I think when they find a cure... Or they find the antivirus, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. then hell yeah, you start singing a song. La la la, we found the cure. Right. Scooby dooby doo. You know what I'm saying? And then you can have Jackie Chan doing backflips. You know what I mean? Running off of, off of walls and stuff. You know right. what I mean? And singing his songs all operatic and stuff. Then absolutely, let's get it, bro. Let's mm-hmm. get it. But right now. Why are you wasting all this energy and time to write a song when you should be figuring out how to how to fight the virus, man? That's just what I think. It's weird. You know? Yeah, it is. I think it's really weird. I can't believe it's not a joke. It, it feels I, like a joke. I thought it was a joke the whole time. It feels like a joke. I was like, oh, okay, so this is a real yeah. song. Okay. At least it's not a joke, really. Like, no, if, right. If, if, it was, if it was a parody or something, that would, right. be, that would be awful. People but would I be mean, very it, mad. But it would be expected because the internet is has no yeah. shame. There probably is a parody out there prob- Exactly. Yes. The, and that, so I, that's what I was thinking, that it was like some kind oh, just of wait for it. runaway song, you know, a joke that some jerks made. Because there's jerks out there. People. Are, of course. There's already memes. There's all kinds of jokes going on about this virus. Yes, so I there thought, is. Yeah, so I thought it was like a, a song joke, but it's Man. serious, and I'm like, okay, Man. that's weird. There was there was one I saw where this there were obviously there was a bunch of people standing waiting for the bus, mm-hmm. and there's this guy, and they're all wearing masks, mm-hmm. okay, because everyone's getting sick, obviously. So uh, this guy wearing a mask next to all these people, sea of masks, and he starts coughing. Mm. And this woman that's standing next to him kind of scoots over next to the guy next to her and kind of tugs at him like, hey, he, I, I think he's sick kind of mm. thing, you mm-hmm. know, just motioning to him. And then he starts coughing, and he, he's coughing so bad he takes off the mask and he spits into this puddle that's right in front of him. And the bus drives oh, up God. and splashes... <laughs> And the, then there's this word that goes, or there's a phrase that goes right on top of it after they all get sprayed with this water. You died. Oh, my God. The internet is undefeated. It's savage. 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 I saw one with all, savage stuff. all Heineken bottles on one side. Like... Uh. With a mask around them, right, and then a Corona bottle. Oh yeah, with the <laughs> and they all have masks yeah, on them. I was like, oh my I god, I saw that too. It was, was so like, funny because no, no. of Corona. Oh my god, yeah. I was like, stop y'all. Kind of got weak. Stop, you know it. what I'm saying? Like, Stupid. It was Stupid. it was really bad, but but I got weak. Yeah, I was yes. like, dang, <laughs> that's, man. That, that's how you man, laugh at the pain. Even when I was traveling this, this past weekend, I was terrified. I was really worried about. Did you wear a mask? I. Shoot. 
she about to show us the mask. He had a like, full he's, quarantine he's like, yeah. suit. He's there like, you I, go. He's uh-huh. like, I got him right here. Good. And here's all the germs I sucked in on top of him, and now I'm throwing them around the room. And those you are know not, what I'm saying? The, That's cool. Those That's are spreading. the unworn masks. Sorry, spreading. <laughs> Let's not get it twisted. Right. I definitely. You had a whole most pack of masks. Definitely had these. They have a cute. They have cute ones online too, y'all. Like seriously. Cute ones. Like Give no, I'm not God. even joking. Ladies, they have Ladies. on Amazon. They have like but like bedazzled masks. So if you want to travel but you don't want to look look ugly, get you some bedazzled masks on yeah. Amazon. I'm not kidding. It's like, you're a Pascal show face mask. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. Ladies, it's about to be a aren't thing. you tired of walking around with those very hospital bland masks. hospital masks that just don't match any of your outfits? <laughs> Try out the new Pascal show oh. mask. It fights the virus. Why you look fierce. Okay. Like, come on now. Look, I wasn't Are mad you serious? at serious? I was like, hmm, for my next flight, because I'm definitely I'm traveling in March back home, I was like, I'm getting a fabulous mask. I'm done. Y'all going to see it, too. I'm, gonna I'm done. Like, You're going to be all bedazzled out. Story, like, He's a real halfway guy. To, <laughs> halfway to death on your deathbed, still looking all blinged out like, yo. Might as well. Is there going to be a celebrity that goes all out and gets like, Oh, I got my fancy face mask. Oh, I, oh, oh wait, 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 wait for Kim Kardashian to yeah, do it. Watch, me. watch the virus go all the way out. Get everybody, start ravishing America, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden she's like, "Hey guys, online, I just, I just come and check out my new Skims <laughs> mask. It's gonna, right. it's so killer. It's, it's gonna be so like, hot. It's gonna be like graduation cats where people put all their personalities all their, and yes. stuff on the mask. Yep." <laughs> I'm done. You might as well. I'm done, man. Ooh. I'm done. I'm not about that life. I'm good. <laughs> that Those ideas can stay far away from me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, they can make some money for a cure. Who knows? Hey. That's right. Sure. <laughs> sure. No. You never no. know. Companies you never just know. Greedy. Them companies want that brand. Yeah, they're going to be like, yo, this might be a new trend, Let's yo. Capitalize yeah. on the sickness. And every hip-hop artist got the mask the on. Mask. And, yeah. You can't even see their mouths moving while they're rapping, so... What's the point? Yeah. What, who's that kid? There's a duo, really pop, popular duo. They wear masks. Right, right, right. Where right. They, they wear the, the these masks yes. type of things on half the face, and one of them has you like I mean? has like teeth on it. It's like a, it's like it looks yeah. like a mouth, but it's not. Of course, it's yeah, it's weird. Who is that? I don't. I can't. What's tell What's the you. group? I don't know. I just know I've seen them before, and I'd be like, ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You Doctor Pascal's in the office. Scalpel. Hand <laughs> me over the radio. <laughs> you know it's really crazy. Like honestly, like living in New York, I I've been in St. Louis five years, and my whole life growing up in New York, I would see the Asians on the train all day with the masks all day. They were never playing with us. Yeah, man. They always knew what they already time knew it was. what was going so, on. They already yeah. knew the future. It's crazy. The most advanced people Country, right when, when i think about it i'm like yo they've been with the masks on all day we just now talking about we need to get some they masks. walk around michael jackson had this too he did he did he wasn't you know playing. What I'm saying? he wasn't playing it really is because his nose is falling off but that's another <laughs> conversation you know what i mean don't do mike but you're right but don't do him why do i feel like <laughs> sub-zero you know what i mean Haruk, you know what i mean yeah. finish him it's you so know what i mean it's so weird Flawless victory. These are the times. You know what I mean? You want to make some money, though? Go buy in bulk some some face masks and go sit outside the airport. Word. And to sell it to the people that are walking into the Yo, airport. Don't give all the ideas away on the radio, right. bruh. <laughs> Dang. It's, it's, already, it's already written down. It's, it's out there. Right now. It's Get out your there. mask here. Get your mask here right here. Hot off the presses. Right. 
you know get your you, mask here. You, you know you forgot. You don't want to die today, <laughs> do you? Get your mask here. <laughs> get them while they're hot. Dang. Get them while they're hot. And then the person that's handing them out just coughing the whole time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> here you go, there sir. You go. Enjoy yourself. That's a little oh. me for you, buddy. Come on over. <laughs> That's so gross. It's crazy. So ideas. sad. But yes, the coronavirus is very real. Obviously, this anthem is very real. 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 Play a little bit of one more time for me, because I just want to hear one last time. Mm. She sounds good. Yeah. She better sing. Don't let it sounds like seven different songs. Sounds like a Disney song. Yeah. <laughs> they need to chill. This is crazy. Turn, 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 turn. I'm sorry. turn it off. Pascal's about to show. <laughs> yeah. See, this kind of reminds me of like a movie or a movie or TV show. Like when there's like something sad or like a sad like event or a disease. I don't want to be a jerk. I'm sorry. What do you say, Lucas? It, it kind of reminds me of a movie or a TV show when like something sad happens, <laughs> yeah. like a sad disease or a sad sickness goes on. Right. Yeah. There'll be a song that plays in the background while they're showing like right. what's going on. Yeah. This is what kind of reminds me of like a movie yeah. scene. It's it a musical. Like a it's yeah. like a real live musical. Like you just start bursting out in song in a yeah. hospital. I, I thought it, I thought it was. I heard a little bit of like my endless love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I heard that in there. I, I'm hearing all these different songs. Sing, sing it again for us. <laughs> my no, endless no, no. love. No, sing this. No, I'm not going to do that because <laughs> yeah. that's racist, and I'm not about that life. You know what that I'm was, saying? You had than the bug. No. that was so funny. No, because you, you ever wonder if like other languages or other countries make fun of how oh, we talk definitely no they just do. the words not us like how we talk like they you know oh my do. god seriously right. like that stuff that's another conversation i'm talking about the words that come out of our they, mouths they fake english yeah. just like we do absolutely it's, it's just natural it's just it's mean it's not mean it's so mean <laughs> no it's not it's so mean that that was funny Imi- yeah. imitation is flattery it is, that's what they say right <laughs> Imitation is flattery. Oh, man. Sure, why not? You know? <laughs> Take the mask off. I mean, after that song, I feel like I need to keep this on. I feel like I might get infected, too. I'm scared. That song makes me like, My throat's itchy. It makes me want to, like, scrub myself with a Brillo right. pad. Listening to the song and is bleach. spreading the virus somehow. Right, yeah. somehow. Oh, you know? I feel oh. much safer with this thing on. Laughter is a good uh, therapy. Yes, it is. That's why we have this show, to laugh it out. You know what I mean? Laugh through our pain. Uh, Laugh through the pain. You know what I'm saying? Right. Man, that would suck if you could get sick from hearing something. Ew. 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 I'm sure somewhere in the future, like hundreds and hundreds of years away, that's possible. That's going to be a thing. Guaranteed. tone. Like someone calls you over the phone, all of a sudden you got their sickness. Wait for it. I mean, I guess there is that. What's that note? They call it the... The brown note? The brown note. Oh, no. Yeah. There what you is go. that? I've never heard it's of a, that. It's a note that Luke, makes Lucas you poop play your pants. It. Lucas, play it. And, I, <laughs> and you really? literally like just, just excrement. That's so weird. Yes, I said excrement. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this virus Woo! really has people scared. Like, my daughter was like, I heard the coronavirus is in New York and it's airborne. Yeah. Should we call everybody? Yeah. I was like, relax. Please Could calm I, down. Maybe. 
<laughs> Maybe we should. I was like, you're like, don't worry about it. But you're, secretly, you're here. In listen the, to the song Mama. real quick. Did you write? <laughs> Mama, the coronavirus is coming for you. What are you, what you talking about? I don't drink no beer. Right. Exactly. We talking about Corona. I was trying to explain to her that they, that that means that there's been a confirmed case, like a a, an, a certain individual has it, and they're being quarantined. Yeah. So they're they're protected. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh, I forgot. Did you hear about the? The, the, the cruise ship? I was oh, literally about yes. to mention that. I just saw 7,000 like, people. Bruh. 7,000? Yeah. That's stuck, a stuck big on the ship. Oh, yeah. The ships, wow. the ships are. Wow. I didn't realize have you ever they been put on that many cruise? people. No. Oh, it's not. Ma- oh, it's. Never have I ever. It's literally a city on the sea. They're, I mean, it's you can be on a cruise for a whole week and not see every part of the boat. Mm, dang. Colossal. That's gangster. I've been on four. They're amazing. But now it's scary. And you know what's okay. funny? My sister's about to go out on the road. She does like Disney cruises. She sings mm. too. And she's leaving in February. And I'm like, sis, mm. go on Amazon like, nah. and get you a whole bunch of bedazzled masks. Because she's fabulous. I'm like, get you masks because a cruise ship just got held up on the same. It's Mediterranean. And that's where her, her ship is going all over the world. I'm like, be careful. Ugh. Mm. Oh. I'm, you know what? I'm not Scary. even like I'm good on getting on a cruise right I'm now. Good on, I'm good on it. I'm Word. really, I'm really good on getting on a cruise. Regardless, that's when people go, "Oh, don't eat the shellfish," and then you're like knee deep <laughs> in, in, in shrimp, and you're people, like, "Where's Irma?" Yeah. And then suddenly you're sick. You're riding the toilet the entire trip, and you're going, "Oh, uh, I had a great." Everyone else is like, oh, "I got to have the most amazing time," and you're like, "I you're was the just one on the toilet the, the entire time." time. Yeah, cruises get a bad rap. I've had all amazing experiences on cruises, but if you're like the seasick type, it, it can well, be yeah, that's why you get that drama. Mean it can be hard, right? Exactly. Get that drama. Mean you're yeah. good. I've never had allegedly. A bad experience. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever been on a cruise? Uh, I have not, but I have read about that people retire on cruises. Oh yeah. So they sell everything and then they just go cruise for the rest of their life. I mean, Word. that sounds amazing. I got an auntie that does that. Yeah. yeah. Like every two weeks, she's on a new cruise yeah. boat going somewhere. I'm like, yeah. damn, yeah. that's kind of gangster. Travel the but world. at the same time, the, the idea of being on a ship in the middle of the ocean scares you a little bit. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't want to be under the sea, but you like won't. just gone. Like I'm good on that. You you're know what I'm saying? Gonna, you don't even realize that you're on a boat. I'm not even exaggerating. But you, you don't feel but anything. Same, but at the same damn time, you're on a boat, and then you're out there in the middle of the ocean, and you don't know what's underneath you, man. Water. So say it's water. Uh, exactly. And then a storm Very comes in. And you know what's water. Happen. Even with the storm, you still can't even feel the boat rocking. Yeah, the boat is see, that big. But you hear so many stories about. Boats capsizing and doing all this crazy stuff. Not cruises. The Titanic is the only one. No, it's not the only one. It's not the only one. They said that they're making a Titanic. I know, I heard. And doing the same exact route. That's so stupid. They're playing with fire. They're making a Titanic 2? Titanic 2. I thought you meant the movie. I'm like, come on, man. Jack's dead, man. A ship called the Titanic. That's funny. Yeah. But but I think it's so funny how people act about cruise ships, and but they drive every day. And planes. People are like, oh, I, I ain't flying. But you're dr- more people die in car crashes than any other way. Okay, yeah. there thank are you more, so th- much There's more facts. cars than cruise ships. I'll tell you that. And there's and more. Everyone, everyone's driving. And everyone's, everyone's dying. And, and people are dying in their you, cars you every why? day. But then you also got to remember, everyone in the car is an idiot. Okay? <laughs> you got a, a mastermind. You got a mastermind driving a boat. You got a captain you got a whole team driving the boat okay just put that in consideration and there's only so many boats in comparison to millions of
of cars, of millions of there, idiots are behind the driving wheel. There's not a bunch of boats going 80 miles an hour. And right they're not you. crashing. Millions of idiots. There's, there's, there's not no, like... There's no drunk driving There hasn't even either. been five capsized We're not having this conversation there anymore. There hasn't even been five. Lydia. We're been not one. having this conversation. Cruise ships don't go down. No more. <laughs> they don't, though. Cruise ships stay afloat. I've heard stories about boats going down. Cruise or, ships. Are you talking about cruise yachts? Ships. I'm talking about cruise ships. The, which cruise ships have crashed, have capsized? Besides, I need some time to Google besides it. Besides for the Titanic, <laughs> how many crews? And I don't mean like <sighs> like two carnivals actually just brushed into each other like last like last month. I think they always they, they end up crashing two. when they come to dock. They were right at the. They were right at. <laughs> they and do it that was, too. And I've it was only those. and it was two carnivals and nobody died. But the Titanic is the only cruise ship that's on the bottom of the ocean. Wait, wait, they got monkeys and like giraffes and stuff on the boat. Um, not you said carnival. Boat. You said a carnival. Do they have like merry-go-rounds and stuff? Well, carnival cruise line is, <laughs> just playing, man. is the most low budget. I'm just here to get lines. you angry. I'm here to you rally, go, ruffle your If you're going to cruise, you want to go in a Royal Caribbean, okay? Because okay. those are the more, a little bit more expensive, more high-end, and they don't run, crash into each other. Okay. There's 12 that have sunk. 12. Sank. Sank at, Sank. at the bottom of the ocean. That are down. Under okay. the sea. Okay. Like, under even, the sea. Even when you like ratio done. that, even when you ratio that to the cars that have crashed on the roads, you're still more likely to make it out alive off a ship than driving every day. Mm. More likely. Yeah. You're definitely more likely. Oh, yeah. D- definitely in the history of cru- in the d- history of cruises 12 i am so done with you i'm just saying i'm just saying I'm just like, being that, honest. like here it is driver. that's why they say it's harder for you to die on a plane than die in a car right. or die in a car crash you you have more there's a more likability of you getting right. dying in a car crash because there are idiots behind the car behind the wheel there are people who drive crazy imagine imagine someone trying to fly a plane Putting on their eyeliner and drive and flying the exactly. plane with their knee. Right. See what I'm saying? And texting. And, and texting. texting. <laughs> without, and gaming. Without autopilot. Right. And doing a selfie for, right. for doing it for the IG. You know what right. I mean? Doing it for the gram. Come on now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but the fact that there's been 12 ships that have sunk, that's still that's still 12, too, 12 too many. 12 too many, <laughs> man. You're on. You're on the. You on the ocean, man. You on the ocean. Boy, you you're out go, there just chilling. But you're gonna drive home today, and your chances of passing are way higher than ever being on any ship. I'm just saying. Thank you so much for saying that, guys. Guys, I'm just being the voice of reason here. I'm just so much richer for you saying that. For those huh? of you who don't fly and don't cruise, live your life. Can, you make, can you make a car mm. crash anthem? <laughs> I'm done. No, Brad. that's messed up. But. I'm done with all y'all's. Ooh. I'm done. How many people do you know yeah. that died on a cruise? None. How many people no. do you know that died in a car crash? I rest my case. The I point is, every, everyone it. drives. Everyone drives. It. Not everyone goes on a cruise. Exactly. Ship. But still, you don't know anybody who's died on a cruise. But you okay, know at least the, ten people that died in a car crash. At least ten. Tis fine. I can't I can't name two people that I know that I've even gone on a cruise. I can name millions of people that have drove a car. And they and they be dying. Yes. Yeah. Well, because because and it doesn't stop driving, and it doesn't stop anybody from driving. Everyone's gonna die at some point. It's like saying, "Oh, you're gonna die because you're living." Exactly. So but why? So go on a cruise. That's deep. Save up and go on a cruise, baby. I'm done. <laughs> I just want y'all to. I live. mean, here it is. I just a, want y'all to a, live a, life. A cruise will be cool. Like I'm cool with a cruise. So fun. They're so I'm fun. Cool with it. I'm not saying no to a cruise, I, but the, but at the same damn time. You scared? It's, it's a cruise. You scared? Yeah. At the same time, I'm like scared. I don't even like I don't like flying. 
I'm not a flying guy. Mm. I don't sit there and go, yeah, I can't wait to just propel myself into the into the yeah. air in, in, a big, in a in a big hunk of metal yeah. that's just going to be by some weird science thing, whatever, physics, whatever you want, God, whatever, magic, right. whatever you want to call it, right. it's still up in the air. How does that thing stay up I in the know. air? It's deep. And I was on this plane flight, and there were some dudes that were on there with me, like it was me, my boy said, we had all these other guys that looked like they were bigger than me and Cedric. Mm. Mm-hmm. And me and Cedric are big dudes, right. and these guys are like <laughs> six nine, three hundred fifty pounds, like just just jacked. And I'm like, Squeezing. how is this plane still in the air? Because I plane. guarantee, I guarantee you, we are all weighing this plane down. <laughs> how is this staying up in the air? You know what I'm saying? It is scary. Thank you. And I so wish same was- thing with a boat. Either. You got a city on a on a bo- buoyant? It's, it's no, I'm good. I'm good. There's aliens in the in the water. I'm telling you. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Go on one cruise Watch. and then report back to me. Watch. His, his luck, he goes to the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, <laughs> That's what you're hoping for. You're hoping I get lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you a cruise, buddy. Oh, I hate you so much. Under the sea. We got to go to a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. What's up, y'all? You're on WGNU 920 AM and 106.9 FM. Real talk for real St. Louis. Yes, yes. Welcome back. It's on the Pascal Show. Anyway, welcome back to the Pascal Show. Let's get into it. It is time for Things I Find Dope. And in Things I Find Dope, brought to you by Clayton on Call with Johnny Rose. Give him a call at 314-503-8692. All right? And in today, in Things I Find Dope, this is something really quick, and I thought it was kind of cool. Kind of freaking cool. If you're a big fan of Hamilton the Musical, guess what? Yes. Guess what, y'all? Guess what? I know, but I'm going to say what. Thank you. <laughs> It will be heading it to the silver screen with its original Broadway cast. Nice. All right. So everybody who's been a big fan of it, been going and seeing the shows and and all that, you get to go and see it on the big screen very, very soon. Lin-Manuel, I forgot his last name. Hernandez or Lin-Manuel something. Something like that. Lin-Manuel is obviously working on getting the whole script together. They're about to go into production very, very soon. And that is a very, very exciting thing. I'm excited about it. Actually, I'm excited and nervous about it. But I'm, I'm excited. You know, because I, I, I loved the musical Rent. Right. And then they did the movie. And it, wasn't and it was really, really bad. Unfortunately, it was really, really bad. I agree. So I bad. So I'm hoping that they do this one right. Oh, oh yeah. Let's not forget the other musical they just put it made into a movie. They adapted into a movie. Cats. cats. <laughs> Let's not forget it. Cats. That was really, really not so good either. So it? I'm excited, but I'm nervous about it. You saw Cats? I've only seen snippets, bootleg. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I heard it was Sorry. really, really I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real. I, mm-hmm. I've seen a bootleg version of it. It was bad. Yeah. I, but I didn't see the whole thing because I couldn't watch it. Did you see Cats on Broadway? I've seen Cats on Broadway. And you liked it. And I've seen the movie version, the first movie version uh-huh, of Cats. Okay. okay, let me let me say this. No. 
I didn't like. The, I don't like that musical at all. I didn't. I it's mean, a snore fest. I, for real, I can't imagine. I would never go see it. First of all, I don't like hats, and so therefore. The musical looks horrible to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? No. Whole bunch of cats singing. Memories. <laughs> like, it's like, we good. We good. Right. Thank you, Jennifer Hudson. But, but no. you, you still can't even do enough for me for this, even. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you dope. But this, no. And then the cat suits. and It, it just. It, uh, Jason Derulo. It's weird. Jason Derulo's in cats. I was like, why? <laughs> I was like, why? What is that? What is that? Who cast him? What is that? <laughs> Anyway, moving on from all that, Jason Derulo's in Cats. Weird. Okay, moving on. <laughs> but that's what I think is really dope. Hamilton, the musical, will be headed to the silver screen. I, th- You know, I am excited about it, but I also got to say, it's. I feel like it's a little quick. It's a little too soon. Mm. I think it's a little too soon. Yeah. I think it needs to be just on the... People need to just go and enjoy it in the theater. We need to bring th- bring theater back I like it revive theater and that mu- that musical is definitely reviving theater to in a in a good way and man it people love it people really are eating it up it's super commercialized they should sit on it but at the same time i could see it being really cool i hope it turns out really cool it's really great it's a really great it's really great news in my personal opinion so that's what I find dope today. Brought to you by Clayton on call with Johnny Rose. Give him a call at 314-503-8692. Anyway, let's go on into some news, shall yes, we? I know you got it. some stuff going on in your world. Oh, well, I do have some I have some gossips. I know you have some gossips, you- but I do also want to say this too really quick. Obviously, Tr- Donald Trump will be making a State of the Union address tonight. So he's going to be talking about everything that's going on in the world. This should be interesting. If you really care about politics or if you're burned out on politics, you can ignore all this stuff that I'm saying right now. Mm. But he's going to be making his State of the Union address tonight. Speaking of politics, the caucus, the Iowa caucus. Mm-hmm. Turned into a chaotic result. I heard that there was like a no result. There was no results. <laughs> zero on all platforms, on all candidates. Why? Because they were trying out a new app that was having a lot of problems. <laughs> yes, I said it. They had a new app that they were having problems with. Now, when it comes to this kind of stuff, especially when it comes to the to just voting in general, wouldn't you think... That you would go check out the apps, make sure it's working before you go and give it out to the general public when it's something so important like the Iowa caucus? Yeah. Wouldn't you think? Go with what you know. Go with what you know. You know what's so amazing that's a little bit better sometimes than digital? Paper. (laughs) Paper. (laughs) Good old fashioned. Sorry. Sometimes that works. Yeah. In this situation, man, I was sitting there going, man, I know for a fact (laughs) Trump is just hooting and hollering. I know. So, of course, he went to Twitter and said this was just basically a cluster. You know, it was just absolutely just the messiest result ever. Of course, the Democrats can't even do that. Yeah, they can't even get it on point. So anyway, I'm just saying, if you're going to go and try out a new piece, if you're going to try out a new piece of software, 
wouldn't you go and check, make sure all the bugs are out before you give it out to the general public, especially when you're dealing with people. You got to remember a lot of these people who are voting and they're using that that digital that digital platform are probably so old that they don't even know what I Instagram is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure they're like, right. what's an email? You know what I'm saying? So it's like there's no point of doing that. Just keep it simple. Keep it. Keep it old school. You know what I mean? Keep it rudimentary. Right. And use some paper. You know what I'm saying? Then you got some receipts on everything instead of everything getting really. Remember that, Jack? Hey, I'm not receipts. Tom. I know Tom, Tommy boy. <laughs> receipts. Then you got receipts on everything because people can manipulate the, the system. People can manipulate those apps. You feel me? No, I feel you. Shoot. So my question is what? what? Okay, so for everyone out there who's who's kind of like me, what exactly is the caucus again? Like what they were trying to find out? Well, who's the most popular you one? Know, you know, it's basically they're voting on who is the like taking lead in over Iowa. in Iowa with with all the candidates and everything. But what's really funny to me is that they all all of them went up and basically said like, "We're going to win this one." And it's like, "No, you're not going to win. What, what are you talking about? There's no there's no proof of anything." Right. Why are you talking crazy? You should just go up there and say, we don't know anything yet, but keep hope alive and keep it moving. They're so funny. They had a, so that's so dumb. They had breaking news. Donald Trump wins the Republican caucus in Iowa. Duh, there's nobody else. Right. I was like, <laughs> what? How is that breaking news? <laughs> Uh, surprise! Hmm. So, and that's what the reporter came right. on afterwards, like, because then the you know the uh, Mary Louise Kelly was like, any thoughts on that? And she was like, breaking but not surprising. Right. <laughs> this is what we all knew was going to happen for the Republican Party. Who else? Yes. Who was I going to pick? <laughs> Welcome to our world. Oh, give me a break. Yeah. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> then also, Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. Goes live on his radio show and basically breaks the news about him being diagnosed with lung cancer. Now, if you don't know who Rush Limbaugh is, he is a huge conservative political pundit. Has known to say some crazy stuff on his radio show and all that. Uh, And recently, he's been very, very candid about all of his battles with... He had an opioid addiction in 2003. He was he went live about that and talked about that and was very, very honest about that. But uh, just the other day, he came on and talked about his his diagnosis of lung cancer and how he might be in and out of the show. He might be there. He might not because, of course, he's going through he's going to be going through some treatments and everything. So, of course, regardless of his opinions, I wish you the best of health i wish you the best journey in regards to lung cancer because it's no joke cancer is no joke you know what i mean it's it's a scary thing he's got to be old isn't he 69 he's oldish okay he's not that old he's not as old as all all the candidates running for president yes i mean he he has smoked how many cigars i mean whenever oh all day every day photos you ever see of him out in the public he's got a cigar in his mouth yeah yeah i mean outside of anything of that sort i mean obviously Regardless of his opinions, yeah. a life is still a life. It is. So it is. It is. we, of course, wish him a quick recovery so he can keep talking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he can keep talking that mess. Yes, yes. And that's some of the news for today. We got some other things going on in entertainment 
news and everything. So I'm going to throw this over to Lydia. What's yes. good, Caesar? What's up, y'all? We got some gossips going on. So your girl, Nikki, she has a new song coming out, which actually the song sounds really good. It's called Yikes. And she 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 teased us with a little snippet of it on her Instagram story. So right. the song is not out. Don't run searching for it. It's not out yet, but it's coming out. But she kind of put the internet ablaze when she she made a line referencing Rosa Parks, mm-hmm. and that's the line that she played of the song. And I'm gonna um, paraphrase here because it's some foul language. But he says she says, "Oh you, oh you Rosa Parks. Uh oh, get your ass up." Mm. That's the line, right? So I'm sure out of context, it's like, what? But the fact that she just says Rosa Parks, and then she says, she, she made get it. your ass up. People were like, Whoa. yeah, wig snatched. Are you, don't tell me you disrespected Rosa on Black History, right. Black History Month. And it's her birthday. And it's her birthday. Today or tomorrow, or maybe it might be today. Is, is her birthday today? it's today. Yeah. So, but this was yesterday. So the internet has gone crazy about this Um this hint of Nicki Minaj new music. That's nuts. So <laughs> I'm interested to hear the whole song though. The, the look, the songs, the beat sounded great. Her, you know, I like Nicki's flow. Her flow sounded fire. The lyrical content, I would love to hear more. It's hard to judge one line out of context, but it's, you know, she does say Rosa Parks. <laughs> crazy. She does say get your <laughs> Yeah, man. Ah, <laughs> Nicki crazy. Uh also in other news <laughs> as well. The and, and I know this has kind of been out for a few days, but the Bella twins, mm. Nikki and Brie Bella, have officially announced that they are both pregnant Aww. at the same damn time. Aww. And they're due within two weeks of each other. Aww. Isn't that crazy? I love it. That If you guys don't know who they are, they're, they're on that popular Divas show on E, okay. the WWE Divas show, reality show and everything. Obviously, they are both pregnant, but I'm confused. Wasn't one of them still with John Cena? I thought one of them was still with John Cena. Maybe he's the maybe he's the daddy. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe not. Yeah, I guess time time will tell. Time usually tells those things when it comes to babies. Yeah, I guess so. We're gonna <laughs> we, 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 we definitely gonna find out about that. Yeah. I'm sure that stuff's gonna uh-huh. drop. Yeah. So anyway, congratulations to them for that being is pregnant. Really cute though. Yay! I love that they're twins and they made a that you know that they they got pregnant together. Oh, that is so cute. No, that is so cute. You you don't think so? It's kind of weird to me. How is that weird? They because now they're gonna have cousins that are the same age. They'll be close. Sure. It's just it's just interesting. <laughs> interesting. They're twins and they're both going through the same thing pretty much at the same time. Planned, which you I see think what I'm saying? Planned. I wonder who's first. Cause who's gonna be right, having the baby right, first. Because weeks. if if that applies to who came out of the womb first, I know that that'd would, be kinda wild. Man. I know, that would be wild. That'd be wild. Yeah. You know? But the twins are having babies weeks within each other. That's yeah. That's weird. My sister had a they, baby. So they conceived around the, the same, same time. time. That's weird. That's not weird. It's really weird. You know, honestly, this is something that women do. Like, like my sister, we almost kind of did it, but I was waiting a little bit longer than her, but I knew she was going to have a baby. She was trying. Mm. And then I started trying right after her. So her 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 son was just born in, in uh, December. You know, and my baby will be born in June, but we're happy that our babies will be like that. We were pregnant at the same time, so our pregnancies did overlap a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. You know, we got a picture together where we're both expecting. And then our babies will be 
close in age. Yeah. That's something that siblings, you know, you want to have like your cousin, you want all the babies to kind of be running around together. Right. As opposed to like, like, like my daughter, she's 15 and she, she feels terribly left out. She's like, I'm going to be the oldest cousin. Oh. <laughs> it's like, well, you, sweetie, were in, were an accident. Yes. Well, you know, <laughs> you were an oopsie daisy. I love you to yeah. death. And you're like, she's like my little bestie. I would never change having a kid so young because our dynamic is perfect now. She's yeah. like, you know, it's just so nice. But um, she's definitely feeling it because all my siblings are now finally starting to have kids. And so she's like the big, the giant cousin. The giant cousin. The, <laughs> the, wow. old, the old cousin. <laughs> the babysitter. <laughs> the, AKA the built-in babysitter. That's right. Hmm, you know, That's right. Yeah. kind of works out. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, congrats to those twins. I think that's super cute. Big congrats. Yeah. Sure. What else is going on? This is interesting, and I would love to know what you all think about this. It has been announced that Billy Porter will be a new character on the 51st season of Sesame Street. Excuse me? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, say that again one more time. Did you stutter? No, no. (laughs) What did you say? No. Say that again. No stutteration. Say that again. Billy Porter will be a new character on the 51st season of Sesame Street. I am done. And the picture they have of him, he's on he's on the classic Sesame Street steps, full-on gown. Okay, now I got to see this. Full-on full gown. Gown? Gown. Hold on, I mean, gown. I, I'm looking at this. Gown. Full gown. 50, 51st season. Yeah, that's like a black wedding dress. Yes, it is. And, I'm, look, I'm looking it up too. And the interwebs are what? a little bit Wait a second. torn on this. <laughs> Wait, but he's worn this before. Oh, at the Oscars. Yeah, he wore this at the Oscars oh, last year. Okay. So well. he's just basically saying he's rocking the same outfit twice. That's what's up. Okay. Yeah. So Wow, that is some serious Wow. Yeah. That is such a what a hybrid. Sesame you know Street what I'm ain't saying? The same no more. What a what a what a blend. Sesame what a hybrid. Street will never be the same. <laughs> so a lot of people are upset. A lot of people are like genuinely upset about this. Mm. And then of course there's there's always two sides. And then there's a lot of people who are like, what's the problem? Right. And um, you know, there's people who feel like it's a little bit. It's a, it's a lot to 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 you know bring in the fold of children's television. And do we need to preserve their innocence? And then there are people who response is like, what's not innocent about it? Word. It's really. It's really sparked a lot of controversy. Well, what does this mean, though? When you say, is he going to be a consistent character on the show, or is he just making, making an, appearance. an appearance of like? I don't you know, know what I'm if saying? you can. I don't know. It wasn't. It says that. It says congrats. The post that I saw said congratulations to, to Billy Porter. He's he'll be joining the 51st season of Sesame Street. Um. So I don't know, like, if he's gonna be a recurring character. Or if he's just making so, an appearance. So I'm seeing he's set to appear on Sesame Street, Street in his iconic Oscars dress. Okay. So maybe it's may, just the maybe one he's time. just doing a special guest appearance. Because mm-hmm. that's a, still no matter what, and, that's a lot of time. Hold up, let me see. The, Bert and Ernie yeah. finally got somebody. Bert, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> got some support. <laughs> you know it's so funny because when I was a kid, I never. Y'all, kids, the mind of a child is so innocent. And I'm, I mean, I definitely grew up on Sesame Street like every single day as a kid. That's what we watched. And I never thought anything 
strange about Bert and Ernie. I thought they were brothers. I, yeah, or friends or whatever. Anything, yeah. anything. Well, they lived together. Right. But I thought they were brothers. Right. But then when you grow old, people are like, Bert and Ernie were the first gay characters on TV. And I was like, what? <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. You know, people have a way of just robbing. It's just like stealing the innocence out of everything. Like, how were they gay? They were kids. In yeah. a, people are just, <clears throat> people drain me. Yeah, I'm assuming he's just going to be a special guest. Yeah. But what do show. you think about that? I mean, here it is. I think it's about time that. Wow, I'm about to say something that's pretty crazy, I'm sure. But I think it's about time that. I think it's about time that they start opening the things things up a little bit more, okay. you know, and, 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 and instead of it being something that is like Bert and Ernie, like it wasn't talked about. Mm-hmm. It, it was just there. It was natural. It was just natural. I think it's about time that they start bringing in certain certain topics and certain people mm-hmm. in all all walks of life on that on that show because there are kids out there that feel like Billy Porter right now. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, all right, it's okay to be different. It's okay to feel like that. Right. It's okay to express yourself externally instead of being cl- closeted. Closed in. Yeah. So I think I think it's a good thing. Okay. I really think it's a good thing. Okay. Yeah, I I don't mind it. I don't mind it as long as it's not something that's being bashed over their heads over and over and over, over and over again, mm-hmm. but it's being but they're bringing some sort of awareness to something. They're bringing they're shedding some light into a certain lifestyle, a certain life, mm-hmm. a certain Yeah, a certain lifestyle and certain thing. Yeah. I don't know what the right word is, but I think it's good that they're doing that. Yeah. You know, as long as it's not something too much. Right. You see what I'm saying? I feel you. What about you? What do you mean by too much? Well, just basically just bashing it over their heads. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously there are kids that don't feel like that either. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you don't want to do too much. To influence. To influence. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What's really amazing, though, is that kids, when they look at TV or anybody that's out in public, mm-hmm. they don't realize any of that stuff a lot of them don't they, yeah. they, they, the only reason they do is because their parents are going hey you shouldn't be this way or hey you shouldn't do that or people right. that True. dress like this it's purely the parents like thoughts and feelings that are being passed down along right mm-hmm. but if they were just the kids watching that stuff it is innocent but if you right. but, like, but also you got to remember there are parents that are still talking like that mm-hmm. inside of their home oh, yeah. so being able to turn on sesame street and they're saying they're seeing a person like a Billy Porter saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, it's okay to be different. It's okay to feel this way." Right. Then they're gonna go, "Hey, you know, you know what? This person's. I'm not alone. Right. I'm not alone. It's not. It's not weird to feel this way. Even mm-hmm. though my parents are saying it's wrong, he's saying it's okay, and he's like me. You right. see what I'm saying? So that's what I mean. But in but if he's saying, "Come on down," type of thing, and trying to influence in a in a negative way, mm. I can see that being. I could see it being a double-edged sword. I could see it being a pro and a con. So yeah. it's just how they approach it, and if they approach it in the white, in the right way. You gotcha. know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's what I think. Gotcha. You know. Um, but anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with Jay Dab. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. This is Real Talk from Real St. Louis, streaming live on RealTalkWGNU.com. Welcome, welcome back. It's the Pascal Show. Yes, we're back at it again. Back at it again. Let's get into it, y'all. <laughs> we got the wonderful founder of Provider Pool, Jaina 
Westbrook is in the house. Welcome. Yes, 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 yes. Jaina, how you doing, sweetheart? I'm well. How are you doing? Very, very good. Can you hear me? There we go. There we I'm go. Good? How are you doing? Let's do that one more time. How are you doing, sweetheart? I am good. I'm blessed. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yay, anytime, anytime. So, of course, this woman is really, really talented. Like really, 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 really talented. Nice. It's it's kind of sickening. <laughs> so the last time I had her on my show was about two years ago. Yeah, it's been about that long. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. Where you been? I've been working. I've been here. Where you been? You've <laughs> been, been working. working. You got something new, which we're going to talk about here in a second. But okay, so one thing was really dope. She came on. She talked about her art. Yeah. So she's an artist. Okay. Mm. So. On the show, she presented a portrait of me. Wow. That was oh, yeah, unbelievable. That. Yeah. That's so above that, your bed now, right? Yeah. No. Yes, of course I okay. still have it. Are you kidding me? Yes. Just checking. No, everybody comments about that one. They're yeah, like, I love wow, it. this thing's beautiful. You had glittery eyes. I'll never forget. Yeah, I had glittery eyes. I do have <laughs> glittery eyes, though. Look, look. Uh -oh. I got glitter. Uh -oh. I got glitter. My eyes glitter. Lord. My, Jay, my, look what you done started. My, my yeah. eyes glitter. Girl, glit. you started something. <laughs> my, my eyes glit and stuff. They twinkly. They twinkle. They twinkle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so she came on to the show. show. Surprised me with this amazing painting and... It, it, uh, man, I, I it's still still to this day one of the best one of the best moments ever. Now she has a new company called Provider Pool. Yes, which she's the founder of. Which she's the founder of. And I'm just like, what? What is this? What can't this woman do? So <laughs> I gotta ask you, what is Provider Pool in the first place? Um, in short, Provider Pool is an online labor marketplace. So we connect hospitals and nurses using technology for like on-demand staffing mm. needs that makes sense okay so you're a staffing company basically okay yeah in okay the in the tech form wow. in the tech form wait wait is it like there an, there, is there an app you, you yeah. know what i'm saying or is it like just going to is it is it like tinder for for nurses like what, what's going on <laughs> kinda, swipe right you, if you, you want to hire them swipe. you totally kind of swipe left and right but basically i recruit nurses on one side and i recruit healthcare organizations on the other side and then we kind of serve as like a platform for the two to meet Wow. Yeah, and it actually it like algorithmically matches nurses and hospitals based on their unique preferences. So it's like really, really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like eHarmony, but for <laughs> hospitals. hospitals. Yeah, I like that. It is. That's smart. I I'm I prefer ER. I like six. I like to take care of six patients, and then yeah, we match you to that. Wow. What what get you? What made you come up with this idea in the first place? I'm a nurse. I'm a nurse. Oh, you are a nurse. I'm a nurse. And I I've been a nurse. That. Yeah, I've been a nurse for about 10 years. And I was wow. working in healthcare administration. I was an executive director of nursing. And uh, staffing sucked. Recruitment for nurses, competition for nursing talent is crazy. Yeah. So I wanted to make it super simple, super streamlined. So I created a marketplace of nurses. Yeah. Mm. It's hard out here for these nurses, man. <laughs> no, it's re real talk. Like, yeah. there's, there's so many good nurses that are not finding jobs. And there's a lot of bad nurses that are out there that have jobs. Tons of jobs. Tons. Yeah. And you're like, wow, like, why? Man, I know this, this, and this person mm. that could have been working at your job because <laughs> you were terrible. Right. So that's that's pretty incredible. So like, tell me the trials and tribulations, like the journey in in creating this business. I mean, what what was the hardest thing about getting started? Um, 
I was actually just featured on the cover of St. Louis Business Journal. You no big check deal. It out. Yeah, no, I was just saying, like, you should totally check it out. Check it out because it talks about some of the difficulties of being a woman, being a woman of color, launching a tech company in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just, like, highlighting diversity, equity, inclusion, and all those things that are happening right now. Access, access to, like, startup capital or resources. Um, that's been really, really interesting. And I've found that being a woman of color in the tech space, I'm usually a first in a lot of areas and I'm also kind of a token but it's okay I don't mind being a token mm. um, but like for a lot of companies that are now like initiating diversity equity inclusion campaigns mm. trying to be more intentional about you know who they help and where they help um, I'm I've been that person for them and so it's been great for us we've raised you know almost two hundred thousand dollars startup capital in less than a year um, wow. we've recruited hundreds and hundreds of nurses in the Missouri and Illinois areas and uh, yeah it's been really it's hard, but it's re- it's been really great. Yeah, like really great. Yeah. So okay. So tell me a little bit about this program about the the app. Uh, Can I say the app or the yeah. program or the app, whichever one? Um, the, the the program. Like, how much is it to? Do you have to? Is there a sign in rates? Like, do you have to sign in and pay a certain amount, or no. you know what I mean? How does it? How does it work? Yeah. So one thing about the workforce is there's this huge push for like flexibility. More and more talent want to be in control of where, with whom, and how they work, and it's evident in just about every industry. And so I'm like, if people want to control where they work and how they work, this is probably applicable to healthcare as well. Um, So nurses can join this platform. They can join this marketplace at no cost to them, of course. They set up a profile similar to, like, a social media profile. They have their headshot, their background, their experience, what they like, what they don't like, um, and that's it. And then on the flip side, healthcare organizations join the platform at no cost to them either. Mm-hmm. Um, and they set what they need, what they're looking for, the types of nurses and CNAs and the types of patients they care for. And then the system matches. So the hospital can say, I need a nurse like this weekend, or I need a nurse for six weeks while someone goes out on maternity leave. And then the system just algorith- algorithmically filters through available nurses and it matches the ideal candidate. Um, so it's like an on-demand thing. It's like, yeah. I need a nurse tonight. I had a call off. I need them, like, right now. I'm willing to pay 50 bucks an hour. Who wants it? Um, and then nurses get a notification, like, hey, this facility that you love just posted a need. And, uh, yeah, they swipe left or swipe right. right. And, um, <laughs> and, yeah, so that's how it works. It gives nurses, like, this awesome sense of um, autonomy. You know, mm-hmm. they have complete control of their schedule, of their career, and they get to work at rates that they, they prefer. That's dope. Yeah. That's amazing. I love it. Where did you come up with this idea? Uh, I know, I know you were on St. Louis Business Journal and all that (laughs) stuff, but we're not a magazine. So I'm just going to ask you these questions if you don't mind. So where did you come up with the idea? Uh, I think like most founders, like most entrepreneurs, it was a problem that I was having in my everyday job. Most, you know, companies are built out of frustration. So like I'm going to my job every day as a director of nursing, struggling with staffing and recruitment. Mm -hmm. Um, And healthcare is not like a super like a a store where if you don't have enough people, you just open up like self-checkout. Yeah. There is no self-checkout in healthcare. So like if you don't have enough nurses, lives are literally at stake. You know, and so I'm like healthcare organizations need to have direct access to professionals whenever they need them. Um, They need to be pre-vetted and ready to go. Mm. And so I was like, I'm going to build it. This was before I I knew labor marketplaces like already existed. That's like a thing already. Um, I thought I had like a new idea. It was crazy. Um, (laughs) But like, isn't that crazy when you think of something like, oh, I'm going to, oh, I'm going to invent a spoon. I'm going to call it a spoon. spoon. And it's like a billion other places have spoons. You know what I mean? And forks. And forks. And forks. Yeah. And so I I quit my job. I did. I just like took this leap of faith. I cried and I, 
I quit my job and I just like got super immersed into the, the, the ecosystem. Like what resources are out there. I joined a co-working space. Um, yeah. we, we were, we got arch grants. We were in capital innovators and all of these things started like happening. Mm. Um, I was a first, which is great. And a lot of people were like, we need more women. We need more people of color. You check off two boxes. So right. like, come on. Um, and so I recruited Rodney McGee, who is my CTO. He's a tech guy. I'm not a tech guy. I don't code or anything or tech person, gal. Um, so I recruited him. He joined. He built it. He coded it. He's like that. He's like a nerd. And so um, <laughs> we built it and we started putting it out there. And nurses were just like signing up like crazy. Wow. Wow. Yeah, they were like, oh, my gosh. Wait, wait, wait. So, okay, you put it out there. So like the where web, did the you web put app. it? So, okay. like, so we have a web app and we have a mobile app that's in beta. Um. Yeah, so you like if anybody's listening and they're interested. Um, oh, she just she got real nurse, close and she just went shameless off plug right. for myself. Um, yeah, sexy so, voice time. Ner- yes, <laughs> up close to the mic. So nurses um, literally just join by creating a profile. Um, providerpool.co. They literally just sign up, um, and okay. after they've uploaded all of their documents, like your CPR card and all of those things, um, then we run their background check. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, check to make sure they are who they say they are, and they're ready. Make sure they're not crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, big and bang. Yeah, they get. I think they start like, getting start getting work. Yeah, and, and like the coolest Hopefully. thing I think is that nurses can rate the facility. You know, so when they go out, if they're at Barnes or SLU or you know any of these healthcare organizations, they they can talk about, they can review their experience there. It's just like, nice. oh, it was great. The workload wasn't too bad. The staff was nice, X, Y, Z. And then the facility does the same thing. Yeah. That nurse was great. She was clinically competent. She was professional, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like, be, be sure to give me five stars. No, all right, literally. Yeah. Give me five stars, yo. I need to get another job somewhere else. <laughs> we got to go into a quick commercial break. We're here with Jaina Westbrook of Provider Pool. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. Hey, we're keeping it real all day on 920 AM and 106.9 FM. This is Real Talk, WGNU. Yes, we're back. It's the Pascal Show. Let's get into it. We're still here with Jaina Westbrook of Provider Pool. Yes, it's an amazing app. If you want to go and find some work, all you CNAs and all you nurses out there that are looking for some jobs, Yes, you got to use this app. It's going to be it's it's amazing. It's an amazing idea and it's just skyrocketing and it's doing its damn thing. Thank now, you. let let me ask you this. Is it only this during the break Lydia asked a very very good question. So I'm going to ask it right now. Is it is this app and this service only in St. Louis or is this nationwide? So we're in the St. Louis metro area. We have buildings in St. Louis, Springfield, Kansas City, and then like the the metro area of Illinois. Yeah. Um but we plan to we plan to expand. I haven't okay. decided where to first. The market will kind of lead us, but we're here for now. How about China? <laughs> yeah, with, with coronavirus. Yes, <laughs> mad yeah. work is mad I'm work. Sure, they need a lot of yeah. a lot of healthcare professionals. Hey, do do us a favor. Make a song about the coronavirus, and you'll be just fine. Make a song. Oh, you, you you didn't hear this show earlier. <laughs> it's okay. There's there's a there's, song. there's a song. There's a coronavirus anthem. Yeah. Now, is it like sung to by help like people? Jackie Chan and all that stuff? Not really. It's not even made to raise money. It's just saying like we will triumph, kind of thing. We will fight oh. this. Yeah, music does like have a, an effect on people. Maybe that's where they True. were. Yeah, headed. it's gonna, it, it's definitely going to cure a whole lot of people too. It's going to be the song. You're, You're such just going to have to listen jerk. to it. It's be like, <laughs> such a jerk. I'm young. I'm fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to be a jerk. I gotta listen to it now. It's well, it's yeah. in Chinese. It's, it's in Chinese, so okay. so you'll be like. Cool. Whatever you're saying, I'm sure mm. it's, I'm sang sure it's it. powerful. You'll be like, mm, sang it, Jackie right. Chan. <laughs> sang it, Jackie Pascal Chan. Pascal sang it a little bit earlier. No, no, yeah. no, I did not. Yeah. No. <laughs> just a little. You're, just, you're a jerk. You know what I mean? You're the jerk, not me. <laughs> you're a jerk. You're a jerk. <laughs> you guys are mean. But anyway, moving back to something important. In, indeed. Very important. Yes. And anyway, positive. provider pool. Provider pool. Back to provider pool. <laughs> So, okay, so everybody, people can go in, go online, give their information, you guys do the background check, and then they get alerts, that kind of thing, like private, I mean, DMs or something like that, that kind of thing? Yeah, if they love a facility, like actually love it, like heart, love the facility, then they'll get notified anytime that facility posts Mm. another shift or posts an assignment um, that they need covered. So, um, yeah, if they're planning to take a vacation or they have something that they're saving money for, it's, like, perfect. How many times, how many versions of the website have you guys gone through before Uh, you went live? um, Many, many, many iterations, Mm. for sure. Um, It just takes a lot of talking to customers to know, like, what they respond to and what they want to see. But we've had this one maybe for about six months. Oh, okay. Six months. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty long. And obviously, it's going to be ever changing and always changing, yeah. and you know, adding and subtracting and all that. Yeah. And I totally understand that piece too. But you know, you you said something about being the token, right? Yeah. Uh, and you're that you're totally fine with it, which totally is fine. it makes sense. I un- I understand that. You know, be be stand out from the rest, sure. right? In, in in certain aspects. But was there any difficulties in, in regards to just being a black woman in this particular business? Um. Well, it's, I mean, it's very lonely sometimes until you get into it. Now that I'm in it, I realize that there are a ton of blacks in tech, like a ton. They're mm-hmm. everywhere. Uh, I don't know where the disconnect comes from as far as like um, organizations and big businesses accessing that talent, um, but they're definitely there. But, you know, in the beginning, I think it's a little bit intimidating, but it's all internal. You know, um, I think diversity is just kind of like having a seat at the table. You know, inclusion is like, asking that person for their opinion and Mm -hmm. then equity is more of that opinion actually holding some weight having an impact and so um just you know getting past the whole like I'm the only black person here I'm the only woman at the table just getting past it you know and not really caring um I think men have like just a different approach to business a different like ego when when they're approaching business and just like not letting that bother me i i I don't really i don't care you know at this point but explain ego i'm just curious you said Uh, men have a certain ego they do i mean like explain that this is like hold up before this turns into a thing (laughs) i want to hear okay (laughs) what do you mean by that exactly so i i'll say that so my it, it is fact that men in holding the same exact position as women Mm. make more in, in certain areas, right? On on a larger scale, men make more than women for certain positions. The same position, same amount of experience. Um, but in my, my CTO actually brought up a, a point that re- when recruiters are reviewing resumes, mm-hmm. men boast more on their resumes than women. Women usually use words like, I assisted the team in developing XYZ. But men are like, I did XYZ or I decreased expenses by 50%. You know, so they boast more. And I think women are much more, let my actions speak. Um, and men are more like, let my words 
be made known. Um, and so like trying to mm. balance that in my own, like my approach to business or my approach um, in a room full of men who are very open about what they've done or what they can do and me just being like, let me show you. Um, I think that actually spoke volumes for me because um, actions do speak louder than words. I don't have to boast. You know, mm. I don't have to, um, I don't have to make you believe it. Just, just watch. You know mm. what I mean? Just, okay. just wait and see. You'll yeah. see. Don't believe me. Just watch. <laughs> facts. Perfect. I was yeah. thinking exactly. Facts. Yeah. Big facts. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, once you're past that, once you're over, you know, imposter syndrome, once you're over the fact that you'll probably, you know, be the only, you know, person of color, then it's fine. Mm. You know, it's it's you move. We 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 make moves. You right. Know? Okay. So, okay. Love it. Yeah, because I, you know, it, especially when you're going, okay. You you come up with the genesis of this idea. You you get it out there. You got people who are looking. You're you're finding the team. You're selling this dream first because obviously sure. you're selling the idea. You have the dream, the idea, and then you're trying to sell it to other people and trying to get people on board right. to your idea, yeah. aka dream. How hard was that for you to get people on board? Was it just Instant, easy, or was it uh, no, tough? No, definitely not. I, I will say that I, luckily, I've been in the healthcare industry for a long time. So mm. I've already built several of those relationships. Mm. Um, and I think, or I hope that I'm like a personable, you know, person. I usually build relationships well. And people are usually, um, they feel comfortable speaking to me. They feel like I'm genuine They've and they feel like I'm trustworthy. And so I think being right. genuine, just being myself kind of broke some barriers. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah. You definitely have to, you know, break a barrier in the beginning, you mm -hmm. know, because people are expecting something of you. You know, there are a lot of preconceived notions. I think when I first started pitching my business, especially to investors, they assumed that it would be like a lifestyle business, mm. like a you just want to make a hundred thousand dollars and you'll be fine. You know, you don't want to make my kind of money. Um, and I think that assumption you know just assuming that I was thinking small assuming that oh this this girl she's she's gonna build this app and she's gonna have some nurses in St. Louis who are gonna get on it um and that's it but she's not trying to scale you know she's not trying to get 10x mm -hmm. you know multiples um and and so like trying to make them understand like no like yo I think big like right. I, I do think big um that was that was an interesting uh transition to have yeah I mean, because, you know, you obviously have the people going and looking at you and going, okay, all right, she, uh, what could she this, this cute, do? this cute little girl yeah, got she... this idea. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let you, you go and do that. You know, you, you enjoy you that so you can have some provider pool. Right. right. You go have fun so you can look, <laughs> look cute and promote yourself on, on the gram. I, yeah. I, and, and then of course, you know, you're going and, and just showing them like, and no, I'm, I'm, I'm about that seven figure, right? That, that eight figure. Well, and number, entrepreneurship you know? is a fad now it's, it's trendy, it right? Is. Everybody is an entrepreneur. Everybody, you know, yeah, I own my own company. I went and got an LLC. It's real. Everybody. So, and so like trying to make people know that it's not, no, like this is actually like blood, sweat and tears. Like, no, yeah. this is real. Um, because people kind of assume it's just like I mean everybody's an entrepreneur. What? Yeah. what are you actually? Are you are you actually building a business? Mm -hmm. um, but then when they see numbers, you know numbers don't lie. Right. And it's just like yo, she might be onto something. Right. So what's the next step? 
What's the next move now? Now I'm, that you're doing this thing, it's out there. It's in St. Louis. People are using it. People are signing up. Nurses and CNAs are, are starting to sign up on the provider pool. What is the next step for provider pool? Um, scaling, growth. You know, just just seeing how big this thing could be. Um, looking for ways to reach sustainability. We've kind of we've pretty much identified product market fit, and now it's just like, how are you going to reach a sustainable model that you can apply apply in different areas, like during expansion, mm-hmm. fundraising, which sucks. So my life is like, you know, it's all I'm doing is fundraising. It fundraising. takes like ninety five percent of my day, um, and then just like building out a com- more complex technology, um, which is hard in itself. Okay. So yeah, that's that's what we're doing. So when you say fundraising. What you need? Um, well, what are we raising? Yeah, we're ra- we only we're only raising half a million, which is a small, it's a small amount. What's that half a million for, though? Um, so it'll fund about ten months of business development, primarily uh, tech development, primarily technology, and then marketing. Marketing is literally like forty-five to fifty percent of that half a million, um, and then the other is just um, marketing, maybe team. Um, but yeah, I hope to have it by the end of March. Oh, okay. 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 Wow. Hustle, wow. girl. Hustle. I mean, are you are you are you are you already kind of halfway there type of situation, yeah, or are yeah. you like still at zero and you're working on some big chunk of a deal? Uh, no. So we're in due diligence with several investors, which just means they're checking out our numbers, checking the the market, looking at our our backgrounds to see if we're legit, and uh, hopefully. Um, I'm, I'm actually headed to New Orleans in the morning to pitch for Chloe Capital. There's a, a Chloe Capital Invest in Women Ventures, mm-hmm. um, specifically for the workforce. Um, and uh, so I'll be there this week. Hopefully I can come back home with 150, 100 mm-hmm. or 150. Um, and then it's St. Louis Archangels, if you're familiar, pitching mm-hmm. to them. And just like other, you know, entities here. I haven't tried to raise much money in St. Louis, mm-hmm. um, but I'm looking at it now. So St. Louis, okay. unfortunately, doesn't have like that pre-seed area investors. They don't have like if you just need like 500K, they don't really have that. Right, right. Um, but if you need like a million or more, they have that. Yeah, yeah it's it's tough. But you have to be a little bit further along yeah. for that. So Yeah, I mean, it, what, what sucks is that it's like it, it is funny that you say this because it seems as if you got to venture outside of St. Louis for St. Louis to actually rock with you. Kind of, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, exactly, like, yeah. Because it, it be you should be able to look under a rock for an investment right in your of half a million. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right that shouldn't backyard. be such so hard, but you got to get to that, you past that threshold somewhere else you do. for St. Louis to go, oh, wait, 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 come here, come here. Wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. Wait, what about that? You, what are you doing? What are you doing? Exactly. What's this provider pool? What's that called? <laughs> we want to be. Come here. I want to. I want to invest too. Uh-huh. That oh, is I see what you're doing now. Reality. What you're doing now. Now. Yeah. But it's like I've been doing this whole thing this entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? That's what's. That's what's so frustrating about the city sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're getting better. It's getting better. I think so. It's yes. getting better. You know, there's new businesses coming in. The yeah. Things are starting to thrive. It, it, give it a couple more years. It'll be a different conversation. I think so too. Get a different conversation. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be in there. You'll be one of those people going, wait, 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 come here. Come here, what are you doing? I want to invest in your thing. Right. Come here. Or you go to come the here. coast. I gotta, right, I gotta, or New York. I, or sneeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I sneeze a million dollars. Come here, come here, come here. You heard my thing? You heard my thing? It's called provide There is a lot of money in St. Louis. Yeah. There actually is. Yeah. Um, it's just there contained. Is. It's very contained. It's very contained. And it's held very tight. Very tight. And they just don't want to relinquish, relinquish it. 
Not unless you go to New Orleans and then come back. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go, hey, man, I got seven figures for you. Come here. Come yeah. here, baby. Hey, <laughs> baby. Hey, Jaina. What's good, baby? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I wish you the best of Thank luck you. with everything. Thank can you, you tell everybody where they can find Provider Pool? Uh, yeah. So it's www.providerpool.co. Providerpool.co. Dot co. Dot yes. co. Nice. All right. Dot co. <laughs> so sleek. There's no M. There is none. No it's M. Co. Co. That's dope. That's dope. J- check out providerpool.co. If you're a CNA or a nurse, check them out. Man, I'm I'm very proud of you, man. Thank you've been you. you've been doing your thing. Now, real quick before we go into a break, I just want to say going back on that painting thing. <laughs> All right. So when I interviewed her and she gave me this painting, and I'm like, holy cow, wow, this thing's so amazing, right? She literally said, I go, so how long have you been painting? And she's like, Oh, I just picked up a brush this recently. <laughs> just recently? Oh, wow. And I'm telling you. Just re- just recently, and her stuff is was that good. So the that. fact wow. that she was that good at just at, at painting, just picking up a brush and painting. Imagine what she's going to be doing with Provider Ooh. Pool. I cannot Ooh. wait That's to see what happens. Yes. You better be investing in my TV show. Here very, very soon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll be calling you, be like, Hey, baby, hey, baby. <laughs> hey you got them seven figures. Do you remember that, that 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 second time though? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But anyway, we got to go to a quick commercial break. Jana Westbrook, thank you so much for being here. Thank Check you. out providerpool.co. This is the Pascal Show. We'll be right back. Bye. What's up, y'all? You're on WGNU 920 AM and 106.9 FM. Real talk for real St. Louis. All right. Welcome, welcome back. It's the Pascal Show. Let's get into it. All right. I got an opportunity yesterday to sit down with somebody very, very special. He is a news anchor for KSDK's Channel 5. He's a legend. He's someone that I've been watching. A lot of us have been watching for over many, many decades. And so I got a chance to talk with him about his career, about this new documentary that he's been working on called Johnny Be Good. It was really special. I got to sit down with this guy, Mr. Art Holiday. So here's the full interview. Enjoy it, guys. Take a listen. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Pascal. I am here with... Anchor, radio host, Art Holiday is with us right now. How you doing, my man? It's all good. It's yeah. all good. Thanks for inviting me. Hey, man, I really appreciate you taking the time to just sit down with me and, and, and chop it up a little bit. You know, you know, I have to ask people to do the same thing all the time, so how yeah. hypocritical would it be for me to say no? <laughs> to say no, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> what, I, what I do appreciate is that you, you're saying, like, you saying that, so you know the struggle. You know what it's like to try to get exclusive interviews oh, yeah. or, just, or just the good interviews. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the more famous the person is, the harder it is sometimes. Have mercy. You're saying something that is so true. So I got to ask you, like, what is it? What, what's the trick? What's your trick? You know, how do you get some of the the, the best interviews that you get? I mean, how are you booking the, the interviews that you get? I don't know if there is a trick. I mean, I think it mostly it's just you do the work and you you try to I think with famous people, you've got to give them a topic that they're interested in. Frequently, it's them. Right. But in the case of my music documentary, Johnny Be Good, about Johnny Johnson, Chuck Berry's piano player, mm. 
you know, I'm trying to get some of the most famous rock stars in the world. You know, I mean, right. when you try to get one of the Rolling Stones to sit down and talk with you, yeah. you better prepare for rejection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there's an excellent chance either they'll ignore you or say no because right. the, they get requests like that 20 times a day. Yeah. Luckily, in the case of Keith Richards, he was a big Johnny Johnson fan. I mean, he was one of Johnny's biggest proponents. So to get back to your original question, you try to present the ask in a way that you hope they'll be engaged with the topic. Right. And that that makes sense, obviously, uh, because I know that this Johnny Be Good documentary that you've mm-hmm. been putting together is a passion piece of yours. Um, let's talk about that a little bit. Sure. How long have you been putting this together? It seems like for like five years. Oh, Am I correct? I wish it was just five years. No, it's always more than that. Well, the first time I met Johnny and Francis Johnson was 2004. And we started shooting a few months after that. And then Johnny died mm. in the spring of 2005. So luckily, I was able to interview him a couple of times but not nearly enough because over the years I just kept finding out more and more things that I wish I could have asked him, but right. he wasn't here anymore. So, yeah, I mean, we got rolling late 2004 on this project, and then Johnny died, and I didn't know how that was going to affect the project. I thought it would have one of two effects, either – because up to that point, no one had said yes to me. I couldn't get anybody to pay attention to me. Yeah. So I really didn't have any interviews. And then when Johnny died, obviously his obit was an international obituary because of his association of with course. Chuck Berry. And, you know, so his name being in the news, everybody started saying yes. Yeah. And then I was contacted by an organization called Callup in University City. And they said, oh, we we read Kevin Johnson's article in the Post-Dispatch talking about your Johnny Johnson project. We think we can help you raise some money. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I got two $20,000 grants. And so that's the money that I used for the next six, seven years. Wow. 28 trips outside of St. Louis to get yeah. interviews. Wow. And uh, that really, sadly, Johnny's death jump-started the project. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would make sense because obviously they want to pay homage and respect to somebody so iconic. So you're telling me because obviously I know the song Johnny Be Good. Mm -hmm. Obviously we all know if you're from St. Louis, you you know who Chuck Berry is. And if you don't, you've been living on a rock, and I don't know what to tell you. But Johnny Be Good was about – The song Johnny Be Good was, according to the backstory, was kind of a backhanded compliment to Johnny Johnson. Hmm. Back in the day, in the early days of rock and roll, they would have these rock and roll caravans where they would get all of the the performers who had hit records, they would get them all on one tour, and they would tour around the country you know sometimes 101 nighters in one year and so when johnny and chuck would be done playing you know let's just say 
they were playing Maybelline. That was their first big hit. Right. When that was over, well, Johnny would go off in search of a jazz or a blues club in whatever city they were in, Yeah. start drinking, sit in, lose track of time, and would literally get left behind by the band. Oh They've moved God. on to another city. <laughs> Yeah, but like they straight up just right, <laughs> and and Johnny behind for real. And, yeah, and Johnny wow. in the in the in the documentary, Johnny tells the story. One time he was two cities behind. Yeah, by the time he figured out how to get to the next city, they'd already left and gone on to the following city. <laughs> and so man. Chuck Berry did not like his band members to drink or do drugs. Mm -hmm. And in Johnny's case, it was alcohol. Johnny had a problem, a lifelong problem with alcohol. Oh. And at one point, again, as the story goes, Chuck said to Johnny, Johnny, why can't you just be good and stay with us? Well, maybe that was the spark of inspiration. Right. Now, good in the, in the song title is spelled G-O-O-D-E. Mm -hmm. Chuck Berry grew up on Good Avenue. Oh, that, okay. Okay, so that's where good came from. B is probably Barry. Right. And Johnny is Johnny Johnson. That's what's up. Ah, that's funny. Yeah. But wow. it was, like I said, it was kind of a backhanded compliment because of Johnny's misbehavior on the road. Yeah. Oh, that's a, but see, it, man, I love hearing those kind of stories because, you know, you never know how deep of a story is behind a song. Right. You know, it could be a novel, like a huge novel or a series of, of books, you know, behind one song. You well, know what you I mean? never know what's so, going to inspire an artist. It could yeah. be it could be falling in love. It could be getting your heart broken. Yeah. Or it could be a band member who got left behind. Because <laughs> he had a drinking problem and he liked to jam a lot. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and that's that's pretty amazing. That's That's a really cool backstory about that song. Thank you for that. Now I'm, I'm, I'm that much richer in knowledge for that. That's dope. So let me ask you, uh, in regards to being an anchor, mm -hmm. right? You've been doing this for 20-some-odd years now, correct? Mm, double it. What? Last summer oh, was wow. my 40th anniversary at Channel 5. You've been with Channel 5 for 40 years? I started years. there in 79. Wow. I'm going to say that again. You've been there for 40 years. Yes. Four decades. <laughs> Four decades. I'm old, man. Wow. No, you don't look it. Well, I, I, and my standard reply is I chose my parents carefully. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You know, because it's, it's genetics. So, yeah. Oh, it's know. all about the genetics. Yeah. It don't crack. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you, like, so your first job. Mm-hmm. Was that Channel 5? No, my first job, I was hired. I was I was going to school at Mizzou. Okay. And three weeks before I graduated from journalism school, I was hired for my first job in Oklahoma City. A former classmate uh, tipped me off that he had turned down a sports casting job, mm -hmm. and he thought it was still open. And that's how I found out about it. And so before I graduated, I knew – that I had a job. Yeah. And uh, I worked. That's kind of nice. I, oh, well, I mean, at the time, I didn't know any difference. So right. I thought that's what happened to everybody. Yeah. You know, not only do you have a job three weeks before you graduated, I thought everybody got a job in a top 40 market. Right, right. I didn't have anything to compare it to. I'm a college student. Yeah, yeah. And then later on, I started comparing notes with classmates. 
Uh, no, the rest of us didn't get hired in the 38th market in the right. country. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. So I worked uh, at the ABC station in Oklahoma City mm-hmm. for not quite three years. And then in 79, I was this close to taking a job in Tampa, another sports casting job. And I'd always wanted to work in a warm weather city by the water. You know, I'm young and single. I'm thinking I'm going to the beach. Oh, yeah. That's my next stop. Bikinis right? all day. Right. Come on now. And then I get a phone call from another Mizzou classmate. Hey, Jay Randolph and Ron Jacoba are looking for a weekend sportscaster. I knew what it would mean to my parents mm-hmm. if they got to see me on TV. And luckily, Channel 5 made it easier because they wound up offering – I don't know, a couple thousand dollars more a year, mm. uh, which, you know, at the time really wasn't that much money. I think I was making, I think I came here for like maybe $16,000 a year. It wasn't very much money. But when you were wow. in your early 20s, and this was, again, this was 1979. Yeah. Now, this isn't 2020 dollars. Yeah. <laughs> um, that seemed like a lot of money to me. Right. And that's how I wound up coming back to St. Louis. Oh, okay. And, and of course, you walked in, Channel 5, started doing your thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, what's the hardest thing? What was the hardest thing about being a reporter? Like, is it is it like just getting the new, like getting the stories? Is it, what's the hardest part about it? Well, all of those things you mentioned, but for me, looking back, it was all the pressure that I put on myself. I was coming home. So my teachers were going to see me. My parents were going to see me. My cousins were going to see me. My friends were going to see me. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, I got to be something beyond what I was. Instead of just go in there and do the work, I got to be perfect. I can't make a mistake. And, you know, your head starts playing mind games with you. Yeah. So looking back, and I tell young people all the time, especially the ones that we hire that are coming back to their hometown in St. Mm-hmm. Louis. They say, look, it's only television. Don't. There's enough pressure built in. Don't make it any bigger than it is. Yeah. And I wish somebody had told me that. But beyond that, you're just, you're trying to build your reputation. You know, I, re- I remember the very first news conference I went to. I think it was for... Mizzou, and it was a preseason news conference, right? So I walk in, and let's see, who all was there? Dan Kelly was there. Um, Jack Buck was there. Mike Mm -hmm. Shannon was there. Bob Bragg and Bob Burns were there, Mm -hmm. the the two sports editors for the Post-Dispatch and the Globe Democrat. And, you know, here I am, I'm in probably 24 years old right. thinking, what am I doing here? Right. You know, I mean, you don't think you really, you know, who 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 in here doesn't belong? And I'm the only one raising <laughs> my hand. <laughs> Me, right? Yeah. You know, so when you're, yeah. when you're a young person doing anything, you know, in my case, obviously it was TV news, you're just trying to build your own reputation and and looking back trying to find some confidence and 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 believe that you believe that mm-hmm. you belong you know because it sometimes it, it I I'm not Mr. Ego right at all 
And so I had to learn how to just how to have more confidence right. in, in myself and in my career. Yeah, I was going to say, like, especially during that time, I can only imagine how hard it was just being being a black man in in your particular career. I mean, in your particular career bracket i mean it's got to be did you feel any tension did you get any kind of pushback or any type of thing well uh, this is a story that i've told a a handful of times when i was working in oklahoma city i'd been there maybe two or three months at the most and i was in the lunchroom and one of the salespeople came in i don't think we had ever even had a conversation and so he asked me do you think they hired you because you're black and I've replayed that conversation in my head yeah. so many times. Now I know a lot of things that I would have said to him. Yeah. But when you know when you're 21 and you've just graduated college, right? You know. But I said, look, why don't you ask the news director because he's the one who hired me. Yeah, I got the job. Yeah. So if you need to know something else, go talk to somebody else. Right, and it's like, and I'm continuing to prove myself right. every single day by showing up right. and doing my job, right? you know? But, I mean, you know, you, you get asked a question like that, and, you know, obviously it pisses you off, yeah. you know, so I just use that as just fuel. Yeah. You know, I'd love to run into him and ask him how you like me now. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Right. I, I got a 40-year career. Yeah, where are you at? Yeah. so I don't see you around here. But, <laughs> you know, you don't get do-overs usually yeah. in situations like that. No. But, you know, I get asked that all the time by young reporters of color about the challenges because of the way we look. Right. And, well, what I generally tell them is, your time is much better spent controlling things you have control over. Yeah. If someone's going to approach you that way, you know, in, a, in kind of a racist way, you don't really have control over that. But here's what you do have control over. How hard do you work every day? Work. How you know, do you get better every single day, yeah. every single story? Because if you do that... The talent will rise to the top. Talent never gets ignored. It may not be on your timetable, right? but talent doesn't get ignored. Eventually, someone's going to notice. But as far as, you know, the, the whole racial aspect of it, you know, did you get hired because you're black? You know, I mean, how much power are you going to give somebody like that? Right. Are you going to let that throw you, or are you going to let that be you know, part of the thing that, that increases your fire. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, it, it, the thing is, when you say, because when you said the thing about the talent rises to the top and right. just going in there and, and showing up and doing your job, I know that there's a lot of people that work their tail off. And you said it sometimes the acknowledgement doesn't happen right off the bat. Sometimes it doesn't come in, in the time that you want it to come. Right. But there's a lot of people out there that are in this industry, in mm. our industry, that are trying so hard yes. to get that no- to get that notice. But because they don't fit a specific thing, they're having a hard time breaking right. through. I mean, do you have anything to say in regards to those types of people that are, are in that struggle? Well, 
in the 40 plus years I've been doing this, it's a lot easier to do your thing. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily need to work for an NBC affiliate to do news stories. Uh, You can do a podcast. You can create your own YouTube channel. Right. None of that stuff existed when I was coming along. Mm-hmm. So my advice is don't take no for an answer. You know, if if one door is closed, well, yeah. walk around the corner of the building and yeah. kick in another door. I mean, there there are so many ways for you to whether you're a whether you're a documentary filmmaker, whether you're a musical artist, whatever. You really don't need anybody to get your work out there mm-hmm. now because of the the internet. I mean, you can if you're good enough, you can be international before you know it. Right. You know, so that's what I would say is just keep doing your thing. Don't don't lose your passion for it. It just may be in a different way than what you thought it was going to be. Right. You the tools are there. I mean, I, you know, I look at uh Billy Eilish 18 years old, her and her brother making, you know, music that just won multiple Grammys right. in their bedroom yeah. that they grew up in with their parents. Right. So what what stopped them? Nothing. Nothing. And the resources are even more. Like right. There's, there's an, a multitude of resources now, so many different platforms. Now that everything's so digital, you can do everything right. at home. You can, do, exactly. you can do all the editing. You can make everything that you need to make right there in the comfort of your own home. So you don't really have to have a broadcasting you know, uh, station or something like that right. behind you right. uh, to, to be able to find success. Exactly. You know? And I feel like nowadays everything is getting more digital. Everything is getting more online, more web-based, more internet-based that I could see that a lot of TV stations are trying to stay up with the times in a way, you know, And w- which is something I wanted to ask you about in regards to that because I know that there's – the internet is killing it, right? It keeps growing. Everything's on demand. With the Netflix and YouTubes right. and the Hulus and whatnot, Disney Plus now, there's all these pluses, right? So what are your thoughts in regards to how things are – how the lens is being kind of shifted in a way and, and turned in a way towards more internet-based stuff? Well, it feels like as we move forward that the – technology keeps advancing almost at an exponential rate. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember when I when I started going again, going back to Johnny B Good. When I started I don't think I mean Netflix was shipping DVDs yeah. in the mail. Yeah. And now they're a major purchaser and creator of content. Yeah. And Look at all the imitators that have come along. Right. It just in a relatively short period of time. So that's just one example. My employer, KSDK, we used to be just a TV station. And then eventually we were a TV station with a website. Mm-hmm. And now we're an information company. We break all of our stories online before they're 
even broadcast right. because no one's waiting for the 4 p.m. or the 5 p.m. or the 10 p.m. newscast. Mm-hmm. They've been getting news all day. And so you've got to give people news in the way that they now consume it. Yeah. And it's not waiting until a set time to turn on the TV. Yeah. Now, hopefully people are still watching, but, yeah. but we break all of our stories online now, yeah. and that's a seismic shift. And even you know the local newspapers, they didn't know the effect that the Internet was going to have on them, but, I mean, it put a lot of people out of business. Yeah. And mostly because of the... Sales aspect of it. Nobody, you did. No one puts their want ads in the newspaper anymore. No. They put it all online. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was their revenue source. Yeah. So newspapers have had to figure out a whole new way to monetize what they do. Some of them now charge subscriptions, mm-hmm. and some of them vanished. Yeah, yeah. They I perished. mean, a lot of them are gone. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, how are you guys doing it? Like, what are you guys doing to, in regards to approaching it? Channel 5, you know, I, obviously the internet is killing it. Sure. It's changing dr- dramatically every single day. I know that you guys have a, a social media an- anchor almost, it mm-hmm. seems like, uh, and she's going on and she's posting things on Twitter and, right. and all that stuff too. Um, but I, I've noticed that I, I guess I'm just curious as to like what you guys are doing personally to like change it up just a little bit on your end. Well, I'm not an expert on the business side of it, but obviously they're trying to monetize the the website as much as they can. Mm-hmm. the The business model for TV news is still basically the same. I mean, you're going out and looking for advertisers, and you know the you're able to charge based on your ratings. Right. You know, so that part of it is still pretty much the same, but you know, in terms of monetizing the 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 website, that's that's still being created on almost a daily basis mm-hmm. because it's still so new. So in regards to that, mm-hmm. why why aren't the anchors doing the social media stuff as we well? We are. So you guys are. They want everyone who's on the air, they want now on as, personal as, on their own personal page, or is this also going to? Because I've seen you know Anthony Slaughter. I've sure, seen, I've seen everybody doing their thing on their own personal pages, but I haven't really seen anything on a main like say KSDK Channel Five Instagram page where they can just get all the news right then and there. You see what I'm saying? It's it seems to be separate rather than together. Well, pretty much everybody has both. You have your your personal mm-hmm. social media, and then they also want you to create an official KSDK social media. Mm-hmm. And we're, you know, encouraged to just, you know, try to include, because, I mean, let's face it, that's the new town square. Yeah. You know, that's where people gather to talk. And so if you're not there, you're getting left behind. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've, learned how to use it, and it doesn't make me unique. I'm sure every reporter in America is doing the same thing. But, you know, if I have a story idea and I'm looking for characters for my story, it's gotten so much easier. All I got to do is put a Facebook post on there, and usually within a matter of hours, someone's responded. 
Now, what are you putting up? Like, so when you say you put something out on, out on on Facebook, right? What exactly are you putting up on Facebook? Well, I'll give you I'll give you a specific example. This is Great. a story that I did a few years back. I was interested in the phobia of needles. Some people are afraid of needles. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what does that mean? Well, it means you probably don't go to the dentist as often as you should if you don't if you go at all. Mm-hmm. It may prevent you from taking medication that you need for one reason or another. Right. You know, so, okay, so how do you find people who are afraid of needles? I just put a – I said I'm, I'm doing a story on needle phobia. And if you respond, I'd like to hear from you because I'm looking for people to interview. Gotcha. And – Next thing I knew, I had 25 responses. Hmm. Well, that's more than enough, okay. you know, because I'm I'm probably gonna, only going to pick maybe the best two or three or four because I'm not going to interview 25 people. Right. But, you know, so that's just one way that the ability to communicate with yeah. the public using social media has changed the way we do stories. Well, then let me ask you this too then, because I know that there's a lot of people out there that like to work in silence, like Mm -hmm. work undercover. They don't want to give all their information out there. So how are you doing that without showing all your cards? It's a trade-off. And sometimes if it's an exclusive story, you probably wouldn't go that route necessarily. Mm -hmm. Because if you're the only one who knows about it, right. you don't want to tip off the competition. Exactly. So it, it, it's some. It's a trade-off. Okay. You know. So if it if it's worth finding the best character to build your story around, because we're all monitoring each other. Right. So I I, I don't worry about it a lot unless it's really a story that. I'm the only one who knows about it. Yeah, you know, if it's just a an enterprise story, an idea that I had, I'm not really worried about Channel Four stealing it. Yeah, at the expense of not finding a great character. Because in a story like that, it's it's very character driven. Yeah, you've got to find somebody in that specific category, someone who is afraid to use to of needles. You know, one woman said that she avoided cancer treatment because of her fear of needles. That's crazy. Well, of course it is. And it's life-threatening. Yeah. But that's how serious a phobia can be. Wow. Yeah, that's deep. And I mean, that's what that's what made it an interesting story. Right, right. I mean, if all you do is talk to a doctor, you know, I mean, there's some information there, but it's kind of boring. Right. But if you talk to somebody that says... Yeah, I haven't been to a dentist in five years because I don't like needles. Well, five years without dental care, yeah, it's probably going to show up. Yeah, that's that's serious. You might want to go see a dentist. No doubt. You know what I mean? Hold a hand, grab a Bible, <laughs> something. You know what I mean? Let me ask you about competition because mm-hmm. I know that there's got to be – there's got to be just, just – just feeling them, them just breathing down your neck, you know, uh, in, in regards to when it comes to a lead in a story or anything of that sort. I, right. I mean, you, you've been in this for 40, 40 plus years. So right. how do you deal with that? 
with with competition in general? It varies. When I, mean, I like, was, has there ever been a moment like where you just feel that somebody's oh yeah taking your stuff and you're like mm, well you not so I mean? much not so much an individual story but you know I Jennifer Blom and I co-anchored today in St Louis for 22 years yeah so for most of that time we were the top dog and then eventually Fox Two came along and mm-hmm. Fox's national strategy was to win the morning in their individual markets. Mm-hmm. And then the wild card was American Idol. It became this huge thing. Right. And if your promos air during a show that's just killing it, right. that means more people are seeing it. It means the TV, when it's turned off at night, it's on that channel Once they in, the on in the morning when morning. they turn it on in the morning. Right. So that can be a game changer. I mean, there were many years that we took advantage of must-see TV. Yeah. You know, NBC was killing it. And then those things come and go. And then, so, to get back to your original point, we could see that they were starting to cut into our lead year by year. Mm -hmm. I mean, but it took them a decade to catch us. Well, eventually they voted me off the island. You know, suddenly I wasn't the flavor of the month anymore oh, wow. because they finally caught us. And after 22 years, someone decided that, well, we need to shake up the anchor team. Right. So those things have real consequences on your career. If yeah. the ratings aren't where your bosses like them, it can mean you can get reassigned, yeah. which is exactly what happened to me. So how did it feel getting well, reassigned? <laughs> It sucked because yeah. I knew it wasn't the anchor team. Yeah. There was a period of time we had the highest ratings in the country. Yeah. So suddenly we forgot how to anchor? No. But I understand this is a business. Mm-hmm. And if the results aren't there, they call in the consultants. And the consultants don't care about what your history is. Right. Their job is to come in and tell you what's wrong. And this is my suggestion. Well, Someone didn't like me, yeah. and so I was the one who was, like I said, I was voted off the island. When you say consultant, do you mind just backtracking just a tiny sure. bit? Explain this consultant thing. That sounds weird. So just a bunch of suits come into this room and tell you what's cool and what's not cool, and the ratings are this and the ratings are that kind of consultant? Yes. Yeah. Wow. I just broke it down like that. Okay. Yeah. I had it right. That's, I mean, that's, wow. as, that's probably as good an explanation as you can give. Their job is to come in and suggest ways you can make your product better to attract more viewers. I mean, because obviously that's the goal in television. You want as many people watching as possible. And And they just turned and said the the general public is not enjoying our holiday? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. I wasn't wasn't involved in those conversations. Those are conversations that the consultant has with – probably my news director and my general manager. Right. So uh, all I can do is interpret what happened. Right, right. Yeah, of course. Of course. You, you can only know what's going on. You yeah. only know so much what's going on behind yeah. the closed door. But but that's, you know, yeah. I mean, that that's what you sign up for. So yeah. at that point, you've got a decision. I could have become a disgruntled employee or I could just shut up, do the work, 
and wait for my next opportunity. Right. Which is generally what I choose to do. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to be part of the problem in a newsroom. I'm trying to be part of the solution. I was I happy? No, I wasn't happy. Of course not. You know, but it's not great news. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but so what are you going to do? Yeah. And, you know, so I you know, suddenly my job is I'm a general assignment reporter. Okay, yeah. well, then I'll do that to the best of my ability. Yeah. And then eventually we got a general manager that wanted everybody to be able to shoot and edit. And so I learned how to edit. Right. And now that's one of my favorite things. Now, in the beginning, I wasn't great at it. But who is in the beginning right. of anything yeah. that you're learning? you gotta, you got to break a few eggs, right? And then they decided that they created a storytelling unit, which, you know, if you're telling stories, those are – that's kind of a plum assignment because they usually listen to you as far as, okay, this is my idea. Yeah. And so I got to do that for several years. And then now I'm back in the anchor chair again. Right. You know, so it's a crazy business. Yeah. And you have to be prepared for the good things and the bad things. And then, you know, when the bad stuff happens, it's a test. Yeah. And you, you decide, you know, how you're going to take the test. Yeah, it's like, how are you going to react to this? Right. You know, you're going to take it. This way, you're going to take it that way. That totally you know, because, I mean, sometimes fighting the power doesn't really get you what you want. No, and you end up naked out in the streets right. in the rain by right. yourself. Right. But naked. Right. <laughs> and that's no fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not, not in February. Yeah, not in February. <laughs> Woo! That's a little too. That's a little. That's a little too cold. <laughs> well, you, 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 you broke it down. <laughs> oh man! So uh, real quick, of course, tell me a little bit about uh, the Johnny B. Good. I know that you're still uh, you're doing some. Fundraising, you're raising some money for it, correct? Yeah, I am. I mean, I have a documentary. I have a finished film. Oh, it's finished. Okay, I thought that you were still like. Uh, no, I, I no, I have a. I, I if I had the ability, I could show it at a film festival next week, right? If I wanted to, but when you're making a music documentary, it usually involves licensing music. Yeah, and there's 101 ways you can get sued, and so. I, I'm working with a music supervisor who contacts the right holders and negotiates whatever it is they're going to charge. Yeah. I'm also working with a, uh, an intellectual property attorney out in L.A. That, that specializes in working with documentary filmmakers. And, you know, you, I got to feed the beast again. Yeah. So that means, you know, making money. And uh, so I'm doing my second annual uh, Johnny B. Good, Rock and Roll Trivia Night on March 14th. Yeah. And uh, my partner is Play It Forward, which is a local nonprofit that collects uh, new and slightly used musical instruments and then gifts them to students and schools that might not be able to afford them. Yeah. So hopefully I'm using Johnny's name and the film's name to benefit the next generation of Young musicians. Yeah. No, obviously you're doing something really great. And, 
yeah, there's a lot of kids out there that need instruments and music's everything. I'm a personal huge fan of music. I feel like it's kind of funny to say that. Who isn't a fan of music, really? I don't know anyone who isn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, where, where is that? Well, imagine a world Weird. without it. Right? I mean, it would be dull really as boring. fill in the blank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be really dull. There ain't no babies walking around. There would be no baby making either. No baby mu- making music, no nothing. I mean, you know what I'm saying? None of that R&B, no Brian McKnight. You know what I'm saying? Like, not nothing. Oh, I know exactly what you're saying. No, nothing. Guys would not get lucky at all. It would be so sad. Well, (laughs) you would lose your musical wingman. Exactly. Like, man, not even some Teddy Pendergrass? Not not even that. Man, it's like nothing. That was silence. Ooh, sometimes we don't need to talk. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, uh, and so this is on March 14th. Yes. So anyone who's interested... If you go to my, uh, the easiest way would be go to my website, jjthemovie.com, and on the very first page you'll see a link, and and you can also learn about uh, Johnny Be Good as well. Awesome, man. Okay, thank you so much for sitting down with me. I really, really appreciate it. My pleasure. It was really, really dope to meet you, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. You are literally a legend. Literally. I grew up watching you. I'm sorry to fanboy out really quick. That's okay. I don't that's care. that's this much, is my show. That's much but better anyway. than here comes that. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate you sitting down. I, I mean, I've been watching you forever, and uh, uh, you know, I I, I I love what you're doing and what you stand for, and and you know, just keep doing your thing, man. Appreciate it. You know, appreciate it. Yeah, I'm. I'm a lot closer to the end than the beginning, so. But it's uh, it's always been an honor to yeah. tell stories in my hometown. Yeah. So that that's what keeps me going. Oh, you know, real quick, where were you born and raised, man? St. Charles. Oh, you were St. Charles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, every St. Louis question. Born at Barnes Hospital, so technically, I was born in St. Louis, but I grew up in St. Charles. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah. Where did you go to high school? St. Charles High School. Okay. Right on. Yeah. Okay, that's very simple. (laughs) That's dope, man. Well, thank you again. Appreciate you. This is Real Talk from Real St. Louis, streaming live on realtalkwgnu.com. Yes, we are back. It's the Pascal Show. Let's get into it. Big shout-out to Art Holiday for sitting down with me and having a fun conversation. It was really cool, just kind of picking his brain, just learning how he is and how he ticks and how he works things out and makes things happen. So I appreciate everybody who got a chance to sit down and listen to that. The actual full video, the actual video, because we did do it on camera as well, will be out later on this week. So be on the lookout for that. But anyway, it's somebody's birthday today. It's celebrities' birthdays. So it's time to celebrate some celebrity birthdays. Yeah. Yeah, Happy we got, birthday! We got a few going on. Like who? Uh, we're going to start it out with. I'm not sure, not sure if you're familiar with this magician, uh, Photoshop editor. Uh, he's kind of a YouTube star, uh, but his name is Zach King. Uh, and oh he, yeah, and he goes by Final, Final Cut, Cut King. King. Yeah, he turned 30 today. Uh, so, my, so my kids really like watching him. He's uh, he's got some fun stuff. Yeah, he's got some really fun stuff. Yeah. Very talented guy. Yeah. Uh, let's see. This 72-year-old uh, hails out of Detroit, Michigan, uh, and release hit "Schools Out" in 18. 
Let's hold see. on, hold on, hold Pascal on. Pascal knows. He, he knows. It's in there. I see it. For summer, right? Yep. And he got a Grammy Award for Hands of Death. Oh, I don't know that. I don't. I only know schools out for summer. I'm just trying to think of what that is. He was in Wayne's World. Are you talking about? Oh, oh, oh. Alice. Yep. Something. Cooper. Alice, Alice Cooper. Cooper. Alice Cooper. He's actually apparently very, very smart. Yeah. Like a very intelligent guy. I can see that. They, yeah. Like yeah. apparently, the, of course, you know the persona and everything, but he's actually ex- incredibly intelligent. Okay. Allegedly. Cool. Yes. Uh, no one cares. Moving on. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, though. Uh, turning 44 years old today from New York City, New Party York. Farty far. Farty far. Uh, and he had a killer season, um, which de- debuted number two on the spots in 2006. Uh, and he was in a rap group called Children of the Corn. Oh, ki- oh, Cameron? Yeah, Cameron. Oh, I <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you know, Cameron. That's, that's what I call my car, Killer Cam. Killer Cam. Because I got a Camry. <laughs> <laughs> the Killer Camry. Uh-huh. All right. Happy birthday, Cam. Yeah. Killer Cam. Yes. Uh, let's see here. We got a uh, 35-year-old, and he starred as Alfalfa in the 1994 movie The Little Rascals. Uh, he's also in Disney's Good a Clue with Lindsay Lohan. Do you know who that would be? Oh, I know that. I could see his little rascal face, but I don't know his name. He's in the little. He's in. He's in the little. He, rascal? he was Alfalfa. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Bug Hall. Oh, oh, it's so funny. I remember. I don't know his name. his name. I remember seeing it in the credits him. on Little Rascals when I was yeah. a kid. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got uh, football uh, player from Williamsburg. Uh, he's turning 61 years old today. He was a New York Giants linebacker, also known as LT. Come on. I'm Lucas. not saying it. Known as LT. Is he, is he LT. Yeah. Retired with 132. Lawrence Taylor? There you go. I was going to say. Lawrence I didn't know he was that old. Yeah, he's old. Yeah, he's up there. He's been old. That was the first thing that came ahead when he said 61. I was like, I don't know. It's funny. I got a funny story to tell you. So apparently, because I was at this... I was at this party, the the the, the fundraiser party, mm. Ray of Hope, Ray Lewis, and everything, and I randomly met this guy, really good guy, but he's a professional poker player, and uh, I'm not going to disclose his name, but anyway, apparently he was on a flight, for, sitting in first class with LT across the across the way, and you know this is a guy, this big, you know, white guy, with black slick black slick back hair and everything and he told he said tell lt kept looking at him like just 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 sculpt like just staring at him hard right just throughout the throughout before they started to take off so after right before they took off he walks over lt walks over and he goes hey man i know that you're you're the air marshal i'm just letting you know i have no cocaine on me and he goes to sit back down and he's like i'm not even i'm not even air marshal wow <laughs> i'm not even the air marshal i'm just here <laughs> chilling with a hat low just trying to get some sleep and he this dude thinks that i'm trying to like i'm, I'm gonna narc on him or something like that he's like wow. i ain't got no cocaine on me man wow. <laughs> i ain't got no cocaine <laughs> I I'm can't. done. Yeah. yeah. LT, baby. All right. Happy birthday, LT. Right. Hopefully you're not messing with that booger sugar today. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, let's see. We got uh, another YouTube star here uh, turning 47 years old today out of Philadelphia. Uh, and he posts hidden camera uh, prank videos. Um, he's got over 2.3 million subscribers. Wow. Uh, Ed Bassmaster. Do you know who that is? Pascal, are you familiar with that guy? No. If you look him up, he's got a ton of videos out there. Always okay. pulling pranks. 
Happy birthday, uh, prankster. Yeah, let's see. We got uh, a pop singer, 45 years old, from uh, Sydney, Australia. Mm. Uh, she had a hit song, Torn, uh, and her single, Glorious. Nothing's right, I'm torn. Natalie Imbruglia. That's right. Love that song. Wow. That's yeah. her only song. I saw a man <laughs> Right? Yes. Okay. That's wow, her. She's I can't never had I another that. song. That song was freaking huge. She was really good looking too. Oh, uh, was I she? That. I don't even remember what she looked I like. I remember she was really good looking too. Yeah. <laughs> but she one hit wonder. One hit. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Let's see. This uh, 47 year old out of LA uh, is a legendary boxer known as the Golden Boy. The Golden Boy. Mm hmm. Do you know? Do you know who he is? He's got four four names. You're saying we know four who he names. is? Oh, I don't know who he is. You, you're talking about Muhammad hey, we Ali? T- no, we were talking about Sesame Street earlier, and there's a grouch on there. Oscar. Oscar de la Hoya? Oh, yeah. Oscar de la Hoya. Yeah, that is a Wow. Thing. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, he is the golden boy. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> How Holy old is cow. he? All right. Uh, 47. Okay. Yep. Uh, we have uh, from Chicago, Illinois, 37-year-old comedian. Uh, was on SNL and 30 Rock. Uh, also uh, co-starred the Eric Andre Show. Um he played the role of Lincoln on Comedy Central's Broad City. He's also Griff in Daddy's Home. What's his name? Where's glasses? Yeah, you're talking about Andre. No. Not, Not Eric Andre. Sorry. The other guy. <laughs> I, I, I remember. An, an Burris. Yep. H- Hannibal. Hannibal. Hannibal yep. Burris. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tom's a fan of him. I, I, I just really am not a big fan. He's all right. Yeah. All right. He's just all right. Yeah. And so. Uh, and that then dry uh, humor. we're gonna, yeah, real dry humor. Uh, we're gonna wrap it up uh, with this. Uh, let's see, she died back in 2005, uh, but was from Alabama, and she's a civil rights activist known as the First Lady of Civil Rights. Oh, and yeah. we referenced her earlier from uh, Nicki Minaj. Rosa. Rosa Parks. Hey. Rosa Parks. Hey. Rosa Parks. Happy birthday, Rosa. Rosa Parks. Hey. She's a hey. good-looking lady. She was very hey. pretty. Yeah. You know what they say, yep. right? Rumor has it that she was not the first um, black woman to refuse to move to the back of the bus. There was a few before her, and but they didn't use them as the face because they were dark. Oh. And not as oh, wow. visually appealing, which makes a lot of sense to me. Interesting. Huh. I believe it. That's a that's interesting. Not, yeah, I mean, if you look it up, you'll that's see. That's true. They, yeah, supposedly, supposedly the first one ever was a was a, a girl who actually had a baby out of wedlock too. So it was just messy. Like she wasn't like oh. a picture perfect right. like example of you know. Wow, isn't that funny how the ain't media it funny? is? Always been too. Like oh wow. Yeah. And so. now she's in infamy because she's good looking. Because she's because she hot and rebellious. Because <laughs> she fly and right rebe- and fly and rebellious. rebellious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you know, Nicki yeah. Minaj, that bad girl. Right. Ni- right. Uh, Nicki Minaj. Oh, Nicki. Well, happy birthday to all those happy birthdays and all that stuff to all these celebrities that are living and have passed. Yes. Happy happy birthday. Those are our birthdays. Yeah. Anyway, it's time to get going. I want to say a big thank you to. Jaina Westbrook for coming through. Thank you so much for dropping some knowledge about Provider Pool. Go check that out, providerpool.co. That's C-O, all right? Go check that out. Very interesting platform, especially for all you nurses and CNAs. Definitely go check that out. And, of course, 
Big thank you to Art Holiday for sitting down and chopping it up with me and talking about everything that he's been doing as far as being an anchor on, on Channel 5 to yeah. being a documentarian. Legendary yeah. conversation right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was a very, very cool interview, and we had a lot of good laughs, too, within it and all that. Anyway, and of course, I want to say thank you to everybody in the room for being here. You know oh. what I'm saying? Without you guys, this wouldn't be the show you that welcome. it is. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Lucas. <laughs> he literally just took his thing off of mute and went, you're welcome. Right. <laughs> yeah, just in case welcome. there's any ladies listening. Yeah. So just so put you that know, bass in. I'm, 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 I'm available, not ready. Re- not really, but uh, <laughs> I'm taken, but I am available for conversations. So deep conversations. Always looking for friends. I'm oh. always looking for a friend. <laughs> That's the worst thing dudes say. Uh, yeah, man. Like, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm married. You can't, you can't have, have friends? friends? Yeah. And it's like, man, come on now. No. Shut up. No, I can't. We all know what you're trying to do, okay. dude. Shut your mouth. Anyway, it's time to get going. Hopefully you guys have a terrific Tuesday. Go do something positive today. Of course, apparently there's going to be a big snowstorm, I guess, winter advisory watch or whatever they're saying, coming through in St. Louis here. So be careful. Drive safely if you're going to be driving anytime after 6 p.m. and on. Have a safe one. All right. Be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. And we'll see you guys on a wonderful Wednesday. This is the Pascal Show. See you guys later. Bye. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Pascal. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the Pascal Show, for all of our upcoming interviews, games, and our huge giveaways of fantastic swag. Check out facebook.com forward slash the Pascal Show. And be sure to tune in weekdays, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. right here on WGNU. Peace.